He's Jake. I'm John. Let's get this shit over with. Yeah. Shit, shit. Well, that was a lovely opening. I don't give a shit, Jake. Ah. Hence the title. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever come up with the title before we actually finished recording. No, I think we've done it before. Have we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was actually the first time we started doing that, which was the Ultimate Edition. Yeah. And then I think we did a couple more like here and there, like right right as we started or something we figured it out or whatever. I know that that was the first one that we did because we were sitting there talking about, all we did was talk about Batman. Yeah. V Superman, which oh. I got for Christmas. You did. Um... So, John, how you been doing? Good. It's been, uh, well, actually, like a week since I've yeah. seen it. Usually is. Usually is about a week. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't get a chance to really hang out all that much because we're grown-ups and have jobs. What? We have, I have jobs. Yes. We have multiple jobs. Uh, yeah. That's a weird sound you made, Jake. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're going to love that. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah, I haven't looked at these notes at all. I'm glad. <laughs> so everything's gonna be a surprise to you. Yeah. Hey, Jake. What? Uh, what's going on with Moon Knight? <laughs> Why'd you tell me what's going on with Moon Knight? Well, since you can't read, I guess. Um, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn uh, recently said on Twitter that he has a quote-unquote great idea for a movie, but doesn't have the time. Uh, he's also apparently taken this idea to Marvel Studios, so there might be a chance that he can. He's got a great idea for a movie. It's an already established character. Yep. Let's make it. Let's do it. Hey, Jake. Hey, what? What's going on with Deadpool Wolverine? <laughs> you really got to stop being a cunt, John. <laughs> I just don't give a shit, Jake. Yeah, that character's going to die. Ouch. Which one? Deadpool or Wolverine? The John doesn't give a shit character. <laughs> Uh, it does appear that it will be definite that Deadpool will not appear in, uh, Logan, which I think, I mean, I already figured that shit out anyways. Uh, but according to Hollywood uh, reporters, Boris Kitt, there might be something else in the works. Um, Jackman is still hesitating while Reynolds is trying to exploit the relationship to the audience to change the, his mind on the whole hashtag one t last time thing. Uh, Honestly, if I, I respect the idea that Hugh Jackman doesn't wants to stick to his one last time and maybe doesn't want to continue just being Wolverine, yeah, and other characters in the meantime. I hope he, he's just Hugh Jackman. No, he's, he's he is he's Hugh Jackman. He's not really Wolverine. What? Since when? I mean, no, forever, John. I just think it'd be cool if he was just Hugh Jackman on the Deadpool 2 movie I and I like the idea that I, I came up with so you know pat on my back uh, which was uh, thank you you're welcome uh, which was that in Deadpool 2 Deadpool happens across the set of Logan that'd be fun and so you have quote unquote Wolverine so that way technically technically Deadpool would be in Logan exactly they could even put it in deleted scenes see it would. It, I think that'd be a, a, a one. It feels like something that would happen in the Deadpool movie, and uh, sounds about right. It'd be really funny, I think. Yeah. But uh, in any case, uh, he's gonna really try to exploit that nonsense. 
Hey, Jake. In uh, in Logan, according to director James Mangle, you like that? Is that better for you? That's yeah. Okay. Doesn't sound manufactured at all. Uh, <laughs> according to director James Mangle, the goal of Logan is to bring an end to Hugh Jackman's line of performances with a grown-up drama that also features intense action. Which is kind of what the movie looks like. It looks it like a, an actual drama that just happens to have a comic book character in it. Yeah. Uh, it's. I mean, the movie looks fucking brilliant, man. It, I know. Every time I see the trailer, I get goosebumps. It. And that song, like, I love that song, anyways. Oh uh, yeah, I love. Well, I love the song "Hurt," anyways. Um, but Johnny Cash's is great. Nine Inch Nails, I believe, is better. Uh, but in any case, that's neither here nor there. The that is the best use of that song. I've ever heard. Yeah. It was, oh, God, it's one. I get chills every time I watch that fucking trailer. Such a good trailer. And I've watched that trailer like 35 fucking times. Interesting. I count it. Did you? No. You can count? <laughs> I did go to Morristown, so. This is true. It is in question. Uh, that school is in rough shape, apparently. Is like, it? Yeah, like, when you drive past there, if when, like, school's in session, there's not many cars in the parking lot anymore. Hmm. I guess there's not very many students there. I haven't been to that school in eight years. Eight years? Nine years. <laughs> Wait, how old are you? Old enough. <laughs> oh, this is the best thing about it is that you get older and they stay the same age. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. McConaughey. Um, oh, right, oh, right. Now, um, <clears throat> a friend of mine who's younger than me was dating someone at that school oh. at the time. So. But uh, yeah, it's apparently in rough shape. But in any case, um, go yellow jackets. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. Yeah, it's... Uh... I had a, had a kid I went to school with. Um, he tried to change the name, uh, change the mascot to uh, turkeys. Why? Because he was bored. Fair enough. He started a petition to get the name changed. He got his shit done and signatures on it because people were just like, uh, ha it's funny, and they just signed it. Which, I mean, obviously, they would never let it go, but... Um, what if they did, though? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> people were laughing, like, ha-ha-ha, it's so funny. He, he's going to try to get it changed. And then they actually went by, a peti- by the petition. They're like, oh, fuck, we're the turkeys now. Jive, turkeys. Uh, yeah, so that was Morristown. Unfortunately. Uh, tell us what's going on in Thor world. Uh, it looks like Natalie Portman is now open to return to the world of Thor, in part because of her young son. Uh, the actress in Marvel Studios had a falling out over multiple issues, but the biggest reason was over Marvel firing Patty Jenkins as director of Thor The Dark World. Um, Does that like a newscaster? I feel like a sound like, like a... It is almost, uh, it is almost like you're uh, reading... Weekly. It is like you're reading off of a piece of paper, which like works. All of a yeah. This just in. <laughs> <laughs> it's his rad microphone in front of you. Is what's doing it. Probably. Um, I don't know. I never like. I don't like that. Nat- Natalie Portman's an okay. Actress. I like Natalie Portman, but not as. I hated Jane Foster in those movies. Yeah, not a huge fan. I don't give two um, shits if she ever returned again. I liked her in Black Swan. But her character was interesting. Let's why? Why? <laughs> why? What was the best part of Black Swan again? Uh, the dancing. The dance. <laughs> yeah, 
That movie was suggested to me. It's such a weird movie. Yeah. I didn't mind it. It was just nah, it looked wasn't like my inter- cup of tea. It just looked like an interesting movie. I've never seen it, though. But yeah. Her and Mila Kunis did a good job together. Like, <laughs> surprising. <laughs> they did do a good job together. <laughs> wink, wink. Hey. Um, uh, the first Thor Ragnarok synopsis was released. Uh, it looks like... Uh, I'll just read the synopsis. Uh, Thor is in prison on the other side of the universe without his mighty hammer and finds himself in a race against time to get back to Asgard to stop Ragnarok, the destruction of, the, of his homeworld and the end of Asgardian civilization at the hands of an all-powerful new threat, the ruthless Hela. Uh, but first, he must survive a deadly gladiatorial contest that pits him against a former ally and fellow Avenger, the Incredible Hulk. What? Huh? Hulk's gonna be in the movie. Um, actually, I think that sounds like a pretty clever way to, uh, put Planet Hulk, yeah, into the movies. Uh, so I think it'll be uh, interesting. Yeah, I'm excited for. Th- uh, this for sounds like it could be the best Thor movie, but then again, the first two weren't super good. So this is true. So it's not really. <laughs> they got progressively better so far. Not really. I thought so. I thought Dark World was way way better. I don't know, man. But not not like the best, but I thought it. it I mean, the best out of the two, yeah, probably. It pulled but, out a lot more of what issues I had from the first one. So yeah, I don't know. I, I maybe it's just because I'm not super interested in Thor. I'm not either. So that might be it. The only thing that pulls me into those movies really is uh, Loki, because he's pretty awesome. He's Loki. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston's pretty uh, fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty good. I like him a lot. I thought, uh, and I added this little tidbit here in the Marvel Comics section because uh, it kind of hits us a little bit too on a personal level. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, you know, since we work with comic books. Ha! At Man Cave Comics and Collectibles. Hmm. Cheap, uh, cheap plug? Cheap plug? Uh, yeah, all three of our fans can listen to yeah, it. Yeah, go there. Uh, <laughs> retailers seem to be sick of Marvel due to poor sales. Uh, with the endless number ones, too many big events, a high cover, uh, the high cover prices, and uh, the launch or land launch. <laughs> Apparently, nice. had some trouble with the spelling part here. Uh, the launch of DC's Rebirth with a lower price. Marvel has dropped in sales in recent months. Uh, the smaller Image Comics uh, manages to regularly beat them out. I, I fully agree with this. One, I, I know for a fact we don't sell that many Marvel yeah. comics. I honestly almost picked up Nova the other day because issue one came out, mm-hmm. and I was just like, if I'm going to start should... a new issue, it should it's probably going to be DC. I mean, I like Nova, but I, I really didn't it can like this like this here. They do nothing but number like people always bitch. They bitched about whenever they DC did the uh, New Fifty Two, and then they did the uh, Convergence. Yeah, uh, and then usually the they Rebirth. have a set, and they play it out. And then it starts another set, and it plays it out. And with Marvel, it seems like it's like, oh, here's number one, here's number one, and here's some more number ones. Yeah, they, they don't ever have like set editions. They don't and, give a shit about continuity. It seems. Mm. And the other thing that bothers me a lot is they'll have like, uh, I'm trying to think of something like Ant Man issue twelve, Marvel now number one. Yeah, and I'm it's like, like, it's like what the fuck? So it's number twelve and number one. I'm so lost. It's, so, I'm, and they're expensive, like. It's honestly, Their standard issues are like five bucks. Yeah. Four to four to five. What bothers me the most about it is like, it seems like Marvel's just like, yeah, we're doing fine on money. So just fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. 
Because it might be five bucks for a DC comic. It's 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 an extended edition. Extended or edition director's cut like or the, thick. What's uh, the one that just came out that was ten dollars? The, the holiday edition. Yeah. The holiday special it rather. It's huge. Huge. It's a huge. And it's I mean ten bucks, but it's huge. Yeah. Like, very well worth it. Like it, it's, it looks bigger than Rebirth. So. Yeah. It's it, it's it's just. I don't know, man. I, I, that's a big reason why I stopped picking up any Marvel comics. The only one I pick up really now is still Moon Knight. Yeah, um, I would like to get to Moon Knight, but I'm so far behind now. But it's and I'm uh, and I'm. I was telling Tim the other day that I'm probably gonna go through my comics again, and just get rid of Marvel. Yeah, like just purge it from my. Uh, uh, I'm sticking with Spider-Man, Deadpool, Spidey, Daredevil. Uh, I stopped. I, I put back Captain America this week. It's boring. Yeah, like the first few issues were interesting because they did the whole Hydra thing. Yeah. I looked I through. Say, the, I, I looked at the newest issue. It looks interesting, but I just stopped hearing. I was like, Tim had me pull your uh, issues yesterday, and uh, probably forgot a bunch of them. Huh? What? No, I didn't. Huh? Well, I went by what he said, anyways. Yeah. I picked up. I pulled every uh, rebirth. Yep. And uh, including uh, the new Adam rebirth. I feel like I need to go through my rebirths and just pick ones. I'm probably not going to really care about. And if I get caught up, maybe I can decide whether or not I want to keep some of them. Yeah. But you don't even know now. Cause no, so you and both are pretty bad about that. We, we keep buying them and just don't. Cause they come out. Well, honestly, I, I love that they come out every two weeks but at the same time. I kind of wish they didn't. Cause it's, uh, yeah, I don't get a chance to, like, if they were three bucks came out every month, I would love that because then I would have a chance to read them more. Cause like, it feels like, Every other week, I'd go back, and it's like, oh, geez. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I picked up Adam, and then there's a new one. Also, it's it's not part of the rebirth, but it's uh, the rise and fall of uh, Captain Adam or whatever. The, yeah. Um, which looked interesting to me, so I, I picked that up myself, and I added it to your pile. Yeah, I, I think sure. I took it. I, I put back the death of Hawkman. Yeah. Because I, I really don't care about him. But at the same time, like. Oh, I thought you had been picking it up. I have. Uh, as I thought. I've been doing Midnight and Apollo. I knew that, yeah. yeah I can grab that, that one, yeah. I uh, I feel like with with Death of Hawkman, I'll look at it. The weeks coming up, like I'll look through them, and if they looks interesting, I might pick up the trade. But I really don't care about reading it now. I just I'm not super into Hawkman myself. Yeah, honestly, I mean, in those in those six shots, like I just pick up the trade. It's but honestly, it's easier it, for me. It back, it, I guess back to the point a little bit is uh, Marvel kind of needs to straighten their shit up. Like they need continuity. Like so that's the best part about what happened with the rebirth. They went back for most of their, for some of their titles back to the original numbering. Yeah, which is awesome. It, there's actually a, a real sense of continuity um, across the board. Yeah, and reading I've already I started reading through my rebirth, and there's continuity between you know Batman and Detective Comics and and uh, stuff like that, Nightwing and Batman. It's they they seem to know how to handle their continuity, know how to handle. Yeah, and which uh, is why I feel more willing to buy the offshoots that, like Supergirl, that I really don't care about, because they'll have some crossover stuff mm-hmm. in each issue. Like not every issue. That's kind of why I want to start picking up some more because uh, I was thinking like, uh, I was like, I'm you know I haven't picked up any uh, really any um, DCs other than Batman and uh, uh, Adam now Nightwing everything in the Batman universe. I don't pick up Superman. I don't pick up Aquaman or Wonder Woman, but I kind of want to, but because I know eventually the crossovers are going to happen and I'll yeah. want to be a part of that. Um, I'm excited for that Suicide Squad and Justice League crossover. It's going on now. I know. 
Oh, okay. I, I got need to read it. Yeah, I'm excited to read it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, it's already out, man. Yeah, I know. I've got three issues of it. <laughs> I was going to say, shit. Sitting at Tim's. Because I haven't um, picked them up yet. Yeah, that, that pile's over $100. But, I mean, Marvel really needs to get get their shit together and get it so they have a continuity. Or, so they, they have something tr- that feels like a continuity. They need to try harder <laughs> for their comic books, honestly. Because, like, it just feels like they're like, okay. Just throw out some... Just number it and go. Like, even Civil War Two, like, uh, they plan. They hadn't been... Like, Civil, the original Civil War, they planned, like, a couple of years in advance. Yeah. It Like, I guess Civil War Two was apparently only planned a few months ahead of time. If, if, and you can tell. Yeah, and reading it's... Reading it, like, I like it, but... I, that's a bold statement to call thing. it Civil War anything because yeah. it's a huge that's some huge shoes to live in because Civil War 1 like the offshoots I want to pick them up sometime like I want to get all the offshoots because they're interesting the only one I really don't care about is the is the news reporting one and that's, an, that's and see that's another thing they're big events that's so sprawling across you have to you there's have so to, many offshoots you have to buy to get the full story full scope of it anyways you have to pick up every single issue of all the offshoots all the one-offs or even just the you know the civil war issues of other comic books yeah and the issue i have with civil war 2 is they're doing um okay because in civil war 1 they had the main story and then they had like uh bystanders i think was one for for the newspaper they had spider-man they had this they had their own civil war from this character for this character in the new one they have Civil War two, and then they have other issues from other comics, are part of Civil War two. Yeah, to me, and not even it's a like cheap th- shot to make them buy other comics. Exactly. Like, and I don't mind it occasionally. And it's also a, that's a clear indication they they realize that their sales are shit now. Yeah. Because they're trying to force you to buy it's, totally awesome Hulk because it says Civil War two on it. Exactly. For the Hulk, and yeah, eventually they'll probably release a Civil War two totally awesome Hulk. Side shot, like book. They're but what they're gonna now, have, and they'll have to, uh, they'll sell an omnibus of all the things yeah. in the proper reading order, and it's gonna be you know a hundred and something dollars probably for it. Yep. It's, it's there's only one omnibus I want right now. What's that? That is the the new fifty two one shots. The new fifty two one shots or the yeah. rebirth? No, the one the new fifty two, the one with with uh, Batman Beyond where he goes through all the different timelines. Oh yeah, the uh, all, they're Future's all one, End. Yeah, Future's End. Yeah, that's what I meant. I didn't know what it was called. I forgot. But they're all one shots, and it had they have an omnibus of just those issues. That wouldn't be a bad idea. And I, I want them all because like to go out and find each individual issue is gonna be a pain in the ass. So the omnibus is like ninety, I think, or a hundred something. But like it's, I, I can't tell you how many issues it is. It's like eighty some issues. It's uh, there's also. Um... Uh, going back to uh, the new 52 like people bitched about that you know new 52 and yeah. just starting back over again uh, DC realized that was a mistake and they changed their tune and they changed everything back to original that's continuity the they tried yeah and that's fine they, they tried, tried. New- Marvel just keeps resetting yeah and honestly new 52 was good for what it was yeah I enjoyed it it got me back but, into it but I feel like the majority of people didn't want it right fine there's no real reason for it yeah so except they- for waning comic sales yeah so they reset it, and now we're then they did with any convergence after that. The right? convergence, which was meant to kind of consolidate a lot of things, yeah. And then and when they did a lot of like what it was almost like a what if thing because it was a bunch of like alternate characters doing alternate yeah it was storylines it was like um, after the convergence like you had um, uh, Tim Drake 
Yeah. Became uh, Batman Beyond. Right. Um, and during the convergence, like, there's a lot of weird stuff. The, that the Flashpoint Batman got to meet, you know, Prime Batman. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, they but they tried they tried something new. They realized it didn't quite work. Which so they went back. I feel like they knew convergence was just a short time thing. Yeah, they knew that was. They knew it was just like, hey, this is just for fun. It feels like they were just waiting. They're yeah. biding their time until they could. I still feel like convergence was their version of what ifs. Yeah. Just like, what if this Batman met this Batman? DC would be awesome to do what ifs. That'd be so much fun. For Which them. I'm sure somewhere in the past I've done something like that. Yeah. But I'd like to see something more current. Um, but yeah, so uh, Marvel, fucking get your shit straight. Um, yeah. I don't know. And just me personally, I've never really. There's, there's not really a whole lot of Marvel characters that I love. No, absolutely Spider-Man, not. Spider Man, Daredevil, um, the people in Daredevil's universe. I like a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, Iron Fist. Deadpool now. Like, I, I I knew of Deadpool, but I was never huge on him until I figured out what he was. And ever since then, it was like, oh, okay. Like, I like him. He's still not my favorite because I don't know him very well. I just, right. I just recently learned him before the movie came out, which, yeah, it makes me a, a bandwagon or fine, whatever. But I do love his character. Right. Uh, I just, I, I didn't really know who his character was. Right. So knowing now, like, he's awesome. He's still not one of my main guys. I'd still choose Spider Man or, or right, Daredevil. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if they even yeah, I can only name uh I mean Deadpool I dig, uh Spider Man, Wolverine is unpopular, is that it's so popular now to hate on Wolverine. He's like to me it feels like a John Cena thing where like he's he's good at what he does. But he, everyone talks about him so much, they're just done with it. It cannot get any nerdier of a reference than that, where you referenced wrestling <laughs> to compare it to something in comic books. Yeah, maybe. Um, but no, yeah, it's exactly right, though. It's just the cool thing to do is to yeah. hate on Wolverine. Because I feel like a lot of people love John Cena. Right. They just say they don't because it's everyone else hates on him. So but, um, and it's fun to make fun of him. I do it. Yeah, absolutely. I still respect the shit out of him. But, uh, but yeah, like I like Wolverine, Spider-Man, Deadpool. Um, Moon Knight, uh, but Moon Knight's even a newer, a newer acquisition uh, to yeah. me, which is it's only because of the different take they've given to uh, the character in the new run of it. Yeah, which I, I'll have to borrow yours sometime. It's fascinating. I'd love to read them. It's fascinating what they've done with it, but um, there's just not a whole lot of characters from Marvel that I like, no. and a lot of them just feel boring. Mm-hmm. Like Iron Man is interesting now because of. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, so you find because I comic I version because when you read now when you read the comic book of it, you hear his voice and it makes it that much better. Yeah, that much, and that's it. To me, like I look through International Iron Man and stuff like that, and I just get bored with it. Still, like I look yeah. at it, it's like dialogue's not so bad, but I don't like their the art style either. Boring. Yeah, and that's another reason why I didn't take uh, Wasp. I didn't like the art style in it. I opened it up, looked through it. Eh. So I didn't even open it up and look it at it. It kind of looked like Archie to me. Ugh. Yeah, it kind of looked like that art style. Well, Vision seems the Vision does that as well. Yeah, I don't really like as, and I don't like the uh, Power Man Iron Fist. Uh, yeah, I, I hate like that. That's, that's my thing. It looks like um, Powerpuff Girls, Samurai Jack sort of. Yeah, which I mean, I love those. But in that, but, but in they the, but they have that art style. It yeah. makes sense. It doesn't make sense for anyone else. And they started as an art style too. It's not like it changed to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't really name a whole lot of Marvel characters I truly love. And the thing is, is the ones you do like now are you only like because of the movies. Absolutely. Because like. But I, honestly, I, even in the comic books, I still don't like Thor. No. The movie, I love him. Yeah. It's because it's because of Hemsworth. Yeah. Honestly, like the actor makes the, the hell of a difference. Because 
I know a lot of people that don't give a shit about Aquaman, but as soon as Jason Momoa is casted, it's like totally Aquaman. Like I've always loved Aquaman. Yeah, he, he's. I've got never some, liked Aquaman. He's got some shit powers. He's got some other shit, but he's got a lot of good things that no one knows about him. And see, me, Tim, me and Tim and uh, one of the customers came in. We we're all talking about Aqu- or, uh, the kid that comes in there. He has the pile of uh, books. Yeah. Uh, he came in there. He, he just loves Aquaman, and always talked about how uh, we asked him what he thought about the casting of Jason Momoa, and. Um, he said he thought he was fine with it, and he said, especially after for so long, uh, Aquaman's always been perceived as being a pussy. Yeah. And now they have Jason Momoa, like a certified badass, uh, playing him is, that talks over us. And and I was like, yeah, I've always joked said that he was a pussy, and I I've, said I, I know he is not. Yeah. I know he is. I've made pretty much jokes just, too, and I, I know say, his powers. I was like, he's like, he's probably just as powerful as Superman, and he uh, is. It's just a different world. Yeah. So like. Superman's probably more apt in the in the air. Aquaman's better apt in the water. It just depends on situation. But like, he's got the same powers essentially: super strength. He doesn't have the vision, like the heat vision, but he's got control of water essentially. Yeah, like he can control anything in the water that like that lives in the water. Like it's his. So if you're near water, it doesn't even matter because he can bring it with him. Like it's insane, but. I mean, he's still like even on land. Like he's got super strength. Like, like, like forget what comic book it's in, but like where he grabs Superman by the throat because Superman says something disrespectful. He doesn't mean it disrespectfully, but he mm-hmm. says something and he takes it and just grabs Superman by the throat and lifts him up in the air. Like that kind of shit. Like no one ever thinks about. It, no one ever remembers. Right. But it's cool. Like I understand. Like you're gonna make fun of a superhero that can talk to fish. I get it. <laughs> yeah. It's a little odd, but um, it's fun. But yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, speaking of Marvel, further uh, um, from the original uh, story, but uh, I guess according to the uh, editor in chief, Axel Alonso, uh, all goals were accomplished with Civil War Two. Now, of course, he's not going to say, "Well, that was a fucking failure," or right. like that. But according to him, all the goals were met. I uh, said, moving forward, they will start to see clues about the future. Uh, some of the questions that uh, they are contemplating currently is, uh, could OG Thor be worthy again? Uh, how long can Hydra Cap keep his secret? Did Bruce Banner have a contingency plan for his contingency plan? Uh, how dead is Logan? Is the Marvel Universe better off with Tony Ta- Tony Stark off the board? Um, one thing in that bothers me. Which is how dead is Logan? Like, let him be dead. Yeah, the Marvel's real bad about killing off the characters and bringing them right back. Yeah. Now I will applaud them; they have kept Logan dead longer than I ever expected them to, except for Old Man Logan. Yeah. Um, but in any case, the Which, fact they've kept uh Logan dead for so long. Yeah. Bravo to them, but I, I'll be really disappointed when they bring him back. Yeah, same thing with Bruce Banner. Like, they'll bring him back. Civil eventually. War. Like, it's cool that he's he's gone. But so like, that even them saying they're like, his, did he have a contingency plan for his contingency plan? They're already thinking of the idea of, oh, how would we bring him back? Yeah, and they just need to leave him. Let him be. They have, be. uh, what what's the character's name? Adrian Cho or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Amadeus Cho. Yeah. Uh, let him just be the the Hulk now. Yeah. They've got. I mean, they've got other. Characters. First of all, that title, uh, that how totally awesome Hulk is fucking stupid. Oh, I know. I hate it. Totally awesome Hulk. But it's like, oh, get it? He's younger. Yeah. Fuck you. Just fuck you. Just call him Hulk. Yeah. Just let him be Hulk. You have the Incredible Hulk, which to me is Bruce Banner. Uh, absolutely. Fine. I get that. They just like 
the new Hulk. Or yeah. Fuck, even Awesome Hulk would have been sounded better, but it's still stupid. But totally Awesome Hulk, like, yeah. Holy shit, dude! It's Amazing Hulk. Amazing Hulk. Now, well, Spider Spectacular Hulk. The Spectacular Hulk. Um, the hunk of hunk of Hulk. <laughs> uh, but uh, moving over to our uh, our DC land, where well, what I call home. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, looks like uh, on DC TV. Uh, without going into any details, Jeff Johns did announce that more DC TV would be coming within this year. Ooh. So, yeah, I mean, obviously there's rumors going around. I uh, heard Black Lightning obviously is in, is working on a, a, a pilot for Fox. Uh, another one, obviously, this is about, you know, the time whenever the talk will start of Constantine yeah. joining the DCW. I, I would love that. Uh, yeah, I won't ever be mad if that ever happens. Nope. Um. But uh, I don't know. I really hope Constantine does come in. But it, it's exciting that I mean they know how much money that yeah. all those shows make them. It'd be stupid to not add more. Add more to it. Might as well. I mean, especially letting since if, Marvel's doing Netflix, like <laughs> let uh, let, let DC run TV. Yeah. Um. I, mean, I, I it sucks because like to me it makes more sense anyways because Marvel's a little more grittier. Give them Netflix where they have a little more open reign. Mm-hmm. Uh, DC. Well, DC's. I see. I always look. DC is grittier. I'm just talking about like art style. Even art style, I think, is darker. Do you? Yeah. I feel like DC's always been a little more lighthearted hmm. at times. It depends on what we're talking about, too. Yeah, I guess. Because, so. like, like, for Daredevil, it makes sense. Yeah, for, for Daredevil, Netflix. for Wolverine, for Iron Fist, for yeah. even Luke Cage, for older Luke Cage. Because, like, Supergirl. Is very campy. Flash is very campy. Arrow's dark. Arrow always. Green Arrow actually has, used to be used to be a little lighter in tone. Yeah. But still was, he was still a dark character darker. with humor. Yeah. Because like him, him and Flash together made me laugh real hard. But um. But yeah. It's anything. Anytime they add any show to that, so. the DCW, I get it. Because every time they start to say something, I. Anytime I question, I'm always proven wrong. When I, you know, it took me forever to get on board for Arrow. Yeah. And finally, when I did, and I was, I was like, I love this fucking show. Nothing gets better than this. And they were like, we're gonna use Arrow as a backdoor pilot for the Flash. And I was like, that's fucking stupid. How the fuck is Flash gonna work on this? Sh- and then Craig on, in this walks in, and, and he like- walks in. And I'm like, all right, maybe it'll work. And then I was like, I don't know how the show's gonna work. Not people really aren't gonna receive that that well. And boom, bigger than Arrow. Yeah. And then Supergirl. I enjoy it. Uh, that one seems to be the one that kind of divides people more. Uh, but they, then they talked about doing the team up show. And I was like, that's let, let the crossover be the team up show. And then, and then they're like time travel. I was like, I'm listening. Continue. And then fucking legends tomorrow. It was awesome. Yeah. And, you know? And uh, so anytime I won't ever question it again. Anytime they do it, I'm on board with yeah. it. Um, Let's jump into the movies. I'll let you uh, take this one because I, I had my uh, had my turn laughing really hard at this one. All right. Uh, all I see is Batman Forever. That so, that is a good start. I was gonna say that's a, a uh, subject I never ever thought we would cover on here. Yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton revealed why he decided not to return to reprise his role in the Neon Laced Camp show. Uh, quote: Let me simplify it for you. It sucked. The script was never good. I didn't understand why he, Schumacher, wanted to do what he wanted to do. And I knew it was in trouble when he said, why does everything have to be so dark? He, I guess apparently he said that he had gone to quite a few of the meetings 
for the the movie and just realized it was in trouble, read the script, didn't like it, and wanted nothing to do with it. And he said – he even said uh, he would have been more open to try new things if it was Burton calling the shots. But he says Schumacher didn't get the character. Yeah. Apparently. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. Uh, but I, clearly. I, I read that. I was like, holy shit. That's – fucking perfect because there's been rumors for years as to why he didn't come back for it and the predominant one is people said that he wanted more money for the role uh which, which doesn't sound like heaton to me personally d- d- didn't sound don't I, know him as well for years for years i didn't like him because that was the rumor that i had heard so i was like fuck that dude he yeah. thinks he's bigger than batman and uh and then i had heard something about how um you know a, a, you know a couple years ago about that wasn't money it was something else and it was like creative differences or something like that, or he didn't want to be Batman anymore. Um, I was like, all right, I can respect that a little bit more. And then this came out, and I have way more respect than I already had for the dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that shit was funny. That's but awesome. uh, speaking I love on Michael Keaton, I know he's incredible. Dude. I love. I wish he would do more stuff. Like I'm so excited he's gonna do Spider Man. Oh, like God, he's perfect for that role too. I hope they don't kill him off. Yeah, I don't think they will. I hope they put him in jail. Yeah. That way, later on down the line, he can break out. Or they can do the Sinister Six. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is like, I'll let him be in jail and then break him out for Sinister Six. It'd be perfect. Like, have that group come in. Um, uh, speaking of uh, better Batman. Uh, well. <laughs> we'll see. Speaking of a potentially better Batman. Um, uh, the Batman. While Ben Affleck has yet to officially commit to the Batman as the director, uh, the film- filmmaker is planning to shoot the film in L.A. L.A.? Uh, so it looks like uh, Los Angeles will be uh, doubling for Gotham City, unless they shoot it all on a soundstage, which I don't think they will. I think they will shoot. I mean, on part of it, maybe. Depends Probably, on, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like, they should use the city to their advantage. I mean, uh, it's always going to look real mm-hmm. if they use the city. The soundstage, you can make it look to me is more pretty, for rooftops. Say, you can make it look pretty good, but yeah, you're going to have to. It depends on what you're doing. Yeah, but I feel like use the actual city because that's a, that's a benefit. Like. That's free resource, essentially. L.A. Uh, L.A. seems like an interesting choice for. I agree. For it's Gotham, strange, but I mean, I'll go with. It. I trust. Because my I, thing about it is, is how often does it rain in Gotham? According to how often does it rain in L.A.? Can <laughs> never exactly. Um, like, why is the why is the clouds watering me? <laughs> what is this? I'm wet now. Um, but yeah, you know, like the, the, you had talked about how he hasn't officially committed to the movie yet. One, I think we've all accepted the fact, and I think even Ben Affleck has accepted the fact he is going to direct that movie. Um, I don't think there's a question about it. I don't think there's ever been a question about it. I think he's just saying he hasn't committed to it or he's being really nonchalant about it. Right. In his head, though, he's probably like, I'm going to fucking direct Batman. Yeah. Uh, on top of being Batman, I'm going to direct Batman. I'm going to win a fucking Oscar for Batman. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm stoked for that. I'm still stoked for that. I, mean, I haven't seen anything about it other than I know Deathstroke's in it. Yeah. And part of it's going to take place in Arkham Asylum. Fucking excited. I'm ready for it. I I'm ready for a good DC movie. Yeah, finally. We need it. Somebody, they were talking yesterday at the comic book shop. They were talking about, uh, uh, somebody said, well, I hope they do a Blue Beetle movie. <laughs> And I was like, let them get their let's, let's, let them get their main titles let's in get order the first. Out first. <laughs> let's let's make sure this shit looks good first. Like I said because they're off to a rocky start. Yeah, they've got some they got some headway to make. Um, I'm excited for this next thing. 
the DC Comics. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Why don't you tell us about it? Uh, I will. Okay, so, do it. So it looks like Jeff Johns, who's obviously been helping with the movies, uh, is going to return to the writing of comics again. Yes. Which is exciting. Uh, looks like he will focus on the Watchmen characters on uh, from behind the Rebirth event. So that's going to be exciting. Which uh, is Dr. Manhattan and Osman Diaz. Yeah, whatever his last name is. Yeah, that, I, I always yeah. have trouble with that character's name. Uh, it's unsure if it's going to be a series focused solely on the characters or if it's going to be a crossover uh, event picking up where Rebirth ended. So, I mean, either way. Either way, I mean, it would, I think ultimately if they did like a solo series based on those characters, it's going to come back into, uh, cross back into uh, the proper universe and explain why they did what they did or yeah. how they did what they did um but with jeff johns coming back to write for it i'm pretty positive that it's going to be a uh um crossover event probably, probably be- i don't know man jeff johns when it comes to writing comics i've not seen him do anything bad no dude he hasn't he, everything he touches is fucking gold and I don't know if that's just because like he's meticulous on all of this. I know he's real meticulous when it comes to his comic books. So he and he's got a true so. love for the, all the characters that he writes for. Yeah. So and that's what whenever they announced him as the executive producer, pretty much like the Godfather, the Kevin Feige of the DC Extended Universe. I was like, all right, we're in good hands now. I trust him. Yeah, because he came his, and people were like, well, yeah, but he, you know, Suicide Squad was released after he was. Like, yeah, but it was made prior to yeah, him he joined in afterwards yeah. he so, didn't have much of a say no so everything from that point on is going to be that's what i'm hoping his. wonder woman which looks does look incredible yep. aquaman which even even the little bits we saw in justice league look incredible uh justice league even looks way better than yeah what we've seen before so I, i'm fucking on board if he's with on this. board if he's on board for and all that's the thing, movies uh, i'm on board with ben it. affleck is also the executive producer of the extended universe which yeah. again people were like okay yeah that's just to appease a big actor i don't think that's the case i think they one trust him he's smart yeah. and he Honestly, also has like a pretty a better director most of the time or producer he is a he's a hell of a behind the scenes man yeah like he's a good actor to me like it takes a, I, for him it's got to be the right role absolutely he can't just do any role yeah. but yeah he, he can direct the shit out of anything or write anything uh, but yeah, but even then, I think it's they're they're smart. They realize how good he is, and they also want to make sure that we have they have another person who's smart in movies, as well as smart in comic books. Uh, and I think that's having him on there is the right idea. Best choice they've made. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I love Affleck, but I think Jeff Johns is the best choice they've made. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Johns because that that could save them. 100%. Absolutely. So I'm hoping. That's what even Kevin Smith had brought up because at the time, whenever they asked him to write, uh, at, it became Superman Lives. Um, he uh, he said, why don't you just hire, he, he, I can't remember who, what comic book writer he said, but he's like, why don't you hire, you know, such and such to, to write the, One to write this movie. Writers. And they said, uh, they said, well, that's a comic book guy. <laughs> what do you think they do for a living? And, it's, and he's like, yeah, but who knows the characters better than, yeah, the comic book it's guy, like, and get him and someone else that like if they if they're not com- comfortable with writing script form, get them with the. Which they write in script form. They though. usually That's do. The thing. Yeah. yeah, but like if they don't feel comfortable writing that in script form for some reason, get them with a script writer and just have them write the story. Find a writer that loves comic books, put them together, 
And that's but they'll they, write it. But I guess he, yeah, he was saying like the, just their mentality, the yeah. Warner Brothers mentality it's, at the time. Oh, is, is a completely different thing. It's, it's a, it's so like stupid. okay, so you're gonna try to create a movie based on a comic book character without a comic book writer, right? Makes that's sense. Asinine. Um, but uh, oh, oh, whew, lots of uh, lots of Star Wars news. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, bummer ones coming up a little bit too. Episode eight. While Carrie Fisher did finish shooting her role uh, in uh, episode eight, Disney and Lucasfilm uh, must now decide how they're going to move forward with General Leia. Um, if you, there's a possibility that two that two key scenes uh, she shot will now be cut because they were uh, to build to her larger role in episode nine. Uh, the scenes included uh, Leia's reunion with Luke and a con- uh, confrontation with Kylo Ren. Um, Episode 9 director Colin Tre- uh, Trevorrow will be meeting with Lucasfilm boss Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy soon to discuss their options. Um, one source believes there is also a chance that they could go the CGI route a la um, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. Um, and the Hollywood Reporter thinks that Leia could now be written out and her scenes reshot. I would... Here's the thing. I get it. I really do because it's it might be easier and cheaper to just write her out completely. But that's kind of a slap in the face, right? Yeah. And I mean, I get and I get it and I mean, I'm sure they wouldn't do anything so bold, honestly. I don't think they would ever cut her out of the movie. Yeah, I feel like if they need to adjust the editing or, or take scenes out to make it to where she's not as big a character in 9, fine. I get it because she's going to be a bigger part in nine than, but the problem is that it sounds like I mean, who else could do Princess Leia's or General Leia's role? Yeah, and have that big of an impact. Um, so I mean, it's gonna be. I mean, whatever they decide is gonna be rough. It's gonna be hard to decide what they're gonna do next. I honestly think, well, it's gonna be way more expensive. CGI might be the best choice. Yeah, and I hate to do it. And I don't because. It sounds like they've already got at least most of episode nine written. So it's going to be hard to go back and rewrite it yeah. and still meet their deadline, which I know is a couple years away. But I mean, think how long they have to shoot these movies. Yeah. Because the release won't be for three years. Yeah. It won't be until, uh, let's see, 2019. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they'll, they'll figure it I out. I mean, theoretically, they could be. Yeah, it's going to be rough to, to do it. But. Uh, with the if the, they cut her down a little bit in nine and just use CG, I feel like that would be a better choice. Yeah, like I. I but the way the way everybody seems to be focusing on um, how big of a role she was supposed to have yeah. in episode nine, so I'm worried about how big it actually was. Just give it to Chewy. Screw it. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> let him let talk. him let him start talking. He'll, he'll start talking for no reason. Yeah, just like what happened? He's like, I had a hairball. <laughs> Uh, Wookiees don't speak until they turn 500. <laughs> and that was... It's, it's my birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> I received the gift of speech. Suck my hairy dick. Um, I've been waiting to say that for 500 years. <laughs> um, but then again, uh, Disney is now cashing in the $50 million insurance policy that they took out on the actress in the event that she was, for some reason, unable to fulfill her contractual obligations to the new Star Wars saga. Sounds fishy to me. <laughs> Something up with that. I think, uh, one, uh, that $50 million could 
definitely ease the pain of reshoots or going to CGI or whatever they end up doing. Right. Um, so I think uh, that'll be okay. The $50 million will be fine. And there, there are people like talking about how it's odd that they took out an insurance policy. That's probably something they did on all three of the older actors. I would have. Because let's face it, they're old. And and no offense to Carrie Fisher, she didn't leave the she, lead the best life. Yeah, so her her life choices weren't the best. So she was probably to me she'd be the first one I put. Yeah, on a, a policy. Yeah, it's absolutely. Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill seem to always live a pretty yeah like solid Harrison healthy Ford life. Is gonna go by natural causes. Yeah, he's not gonna well or, or a plane, plane crash. Wreck. Yeah, um, <laughs> not or a plane crash. So, uh, but yeah. So in any case. This was a relatively normal thing, especially with older actors, and they they had to protect their assets. Which because I, I mean now they makes uncomfortable for some people to talk about like they took an insurance policy on an actor, but it's like it's it's normal for them. Yeah, especially with with an older actor, a, a bigger actor like like she was. And you have to also, I mean, think about it, if you're going to put as much money into anything, you want to ensure that it's going to make you know ensure it so it. You can complete it yeah. if anything happens that, that's or at least recoup change. some of your losses because they're also going to lose a lot of uh, merchandise Yeah, because they can't – I mean they could always – you know, if they keep her in the movie, but they're going to lose sales because they can't say that she was in the movie in episode nine now. So when they – Her spirit will be there. Her spirit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you. Um, speaking of uh, CGI humans, uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yes. Uh, there are some pictures that were released recently of scenes that hint towards a very different ending. Interesting. Uh, the pictures seem to depict uh, Jyn Erso, Cassian Andor, uh, K2SO, Orson uh, Krennic, and Baze Malbus making it down to the battle-torn beaches of Scarif with the heroes carrying the physical plans for the Death Star with them. Uh, it's still kind of unclear as to why they changed the plans of the movie. The ending of the movie, because ultimately, I mean, I th- I guess the original plans called for uh, at least, I think, K- uh, K2SO, Cassian, and Jen to make it out of the movie. Really? Yeah. Um, which I would assume is because eventually they want to probably make, they would have wanted to make a sequel, I think. It's kind of hard to make a sequel with those characters. Yeah. Just saying. Because what do you do after that? like, honestly, like. Everyone was like, well, we know people are going to die. In my head, I've always, the entire time, I was like, pretty sure the majority of them are going to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't see how I many think they, can survive. I think they made the right choice, though. It, it, you know, if the, I mean, obviously, that is a rumor. Uh, but we have pictures to see that they were going to at least make it down to the beach. Yeah. All of the characters were. Um, so, I mean, but if they were, if the rumor's true and they were going to have those three at least live. I mean, trust me, as much as I want a K2SO to live. I feel like, because I thought he was going to be the only one that made it. Right. With plans. But even then, uh, so, it was the right choice. Yeah. All the characters had to die. Agreed. Uh, well. And I don't know if you noticed, but uh, if you go back and watch, because the guy at work uh, we work with uh, was talking about it. If you watch Empire Strikes Back, when they're talking about something, I forget what it is now. But they they say Rogue Two, Rogue Three, Rogue Four. They never say Rogue One. In Empire, I never noticed that. Yeah, I didn't either. I went back and watched it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, they never mention Rogue One. It's always it starts at Rogue Two and up. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Huh. 
I'll have to go back and watch it again. But yeah, they start talking about different the different groups. They start at Rogue Two. Um, won't you uh, take us on a journey into the past? I'm, I'm going to take you back to the past. No, I'm not. Uh, Han Solo. While While talks are in very early stages, Woody Harrelson is the top choice to play young Han Solo's Alden Einreich's unnamed mentor. Ehrenreich. Einreich? Ehrenreich. Einreich. Ehrenreich. Same thing. (laughs) Ehrenreich. Is that better? You happier now? Yeah. Uh, Prior to becoming their top choice, Christian Bale was the other big name in the mix. Yep. Um, That's an interesting choice. I thought that would have been... I can't see him as being... No. Because you would imagine that his mentor would be similar to the character of uh, Han Solo himself. Yeah. I just don't see... I, I feel like... Christian Bale is like... could be the mentor to a Sith Lord. Yeah. Just so... Because, I mean, you think Han, you think it's going to be pretty laid back, sleazy a little bit. Yeah, you know? fun. Yeah. Get the job done. Sort of guy. Slide. Woody Harrelson fits that. Yeah. By himself just fits that perfectly. Oh, yeah. Um, it also appears that uh, Disney is possibly moving the release date from May of 2018 to December 13th of 2018. So, what was supposed to come out next year? Christmas time. Was there another one coming out with it? Or just... This. Okay. So well, just... the, I mean, no. No other Star Wars is coming out okay. next year. I wasn't sure. So they just moved it to Christmas. Yes. Honestly, they just keep coming out Christmas, whatever. Yeah, but it, it makes sense. It's I think it's more fun. Something to go watch Christmas it's Christmas time. It's yeah. Nice. Uh, it's not yet official, but sources within the theater industry received that release date from Disney. So... So, may not even be true. Yeah, it may not even be true. It could be just a rumor, but... I, I feel like might as well. Screw it. Everything I don't see why they Christmas. wouldn't. As long as they're not releasing two Star Wars movies a year, might as well do it. Yeah, one a year is perfect and make it at Christmas time. Yeah, I agree. Um, Hey, Jake. What? What's going on with the Power Wanges? The Power Wanges? The Power Wanges. Uh, there has been a quote-unquote leaked photo of Zordon in the new Power Rangers movie. Uh, it originated on Reddit and is said to be taken from the Power Rangers virtual reality experience at the International Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. Um, it looks, I mean, it, it looks like it could be legit because it's in sort of a cave. It's got the same kind of color scheme almost. Hmm. Uh, you can see Alpha in the bottom of the picture, and it's clearly Brian Cranston's head. Yeah. Kind of, it doesn't look like it's necessarily floating there. Kind of what it looks like if you look real close at it, it looks a lot like um, his head's there, but it's kind of protruding out from like some sort of a screen almost. Interesting. Uh, so, it, I mean, it looks interesting, but I, I do question the legit legitimacy of it. Um, but still kind of cool to see it in that setting. I'm just waiting for the next trailer. Oh, so am I. In the next trailer, I mean, they have to show the suits, right? They have to. They did also, there was also a picture of the new, see, that's a weird thing too about this is that we're not seeing any actual like production stills or anything like that. We're seeing toys. Yeah. A lot of toys. Like they're they're bringing back the flip head. Oh, really? Power Rangers. Weird. Um, I had the flip head turtles. Oh yeah. Wait, you're about the, wait, no, no, wait, which ones? Old turtles? No, no, no. I mean. The the ones where like had two heads that flipped back and forth. Oh. I didn't have that one. I had, uh, I had all the turtles who 
they transformed from Ninja Turtles to regular turtles. Oh, I had those two. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking of. I had those two. No, I had the ones that had uh, the normal like ninja face, like the angry one, and then it flipped over and had like the joking smiley face. Oh, but yeah, this, I had a couple of the uh, Power Rangers flip head ones, but they're bringing them back for this. But they also showed the putties. Oh, cool. Which they look. I mean, if they look like that in the movie, I imagine probably a little more detail to it. Uh, it's gonna look. It'll look creepy. But it'll be kind of cool. Um, what's going on over there? I agree. Huh? What's she doing over there? I'm checking something. What's she checking? Uh, comments. Oh, we got comments? Really? From Facebook, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, uh, I forgot about that. Did you? I forgot. You posted it. I, I posted. Of course, I'm looking at my share. I don't know if anyone posted on yours because no one loves you. Um, Fuck. <laughs> Ouch! Just kidding. We'll get to the question. Are there, yeah, are there any actual questions on it? Um, actually, yeah. Ah, that's interesting. Um, well, this is kind of dead air right now. Uh, it is, isn't it? Okay, let's continue. Um, anyways, sorry about that. Um, you brought it up. I was just gonna continue on. It's actually work. the end of the news. Anyways. I know it is, anyways. But so I guess we could just jump right into the question. Sure, why not? To. Fuck it. <laughs> We're let's here. Do it. So, um. First comment I have. Son of a bitch. Joseph, chill the fuck out. <laughs> Is he on yours? Yeah, he's okay. questioning all of them. He did mine. one on mine. He did. So. One, two. Jesus. Three, um, four, five. All right, I'll go with James real quick. He's got two. So so James said, so one day they will inevitably reboot Labyrinth, unfortunately. Mm. Who do you fan cast? Hmm. It's an interesting idea. It is an interesting idea. Who, I mean, as I would assume just as the two main characters. Yeah, I, um, I would assume. Which would be uh, uh, the Goblin King and Sarah, I yeah, believe her Sarah. name is. I have trouble We have to cast her. the baby, too. So. Yeah, cast the baby. Cast the baby. <laughs> I it has to be the love child of Brad Pitt and David Beckham. Fair enough. Um, um, how, can you, how can you recast Jennifer Connelly? Uh, how can you recast uh, David <laughs> Bowie? Bowie? Yeah. Um. Okay, so. Okay, say let's say it's being made this year. Okay, this year. Sarah. Chloe Moretz. I'm okay with that. Uh, I was gonna say like, uh, unfortunately, personally, I think they would probably cast. What's her face from like Paper Towns and whatever? Oh, uh, um, I feel like that's the who they Enchantress, would cast. uh, yeah, Cara Delevingne. I feel like they would cast her, um, if they were if they were casting the movie, probably because I feel like she's similar style looking, yeah. So, so that's who they would probably pick. I, I think Moretz is a better choice, uh, as the Goblin King. That one's a little t- tougher. I don't know. Uh, I would honestly, I'd probably go with. Andy Circus. You think so? I could see it. I could see it working. He's a little short. He is a little short. But uh, they can get around that. Yeah, I mean there's ways that they can shoot that to make it look better. Yeah. Who else I mean, who else do you think? I, I can't think. Ricky Gervais, no. Ricky Gervais. <laughs> God <Ugh>. no. <laughs> um John Krasinski. Yeah. Zachary no. Quinto. Actually, yeah, he would work real well. Zachary Quinto wouldn't bad. Put some makeup on him and shit. Or to you know, because since um, he has to sing it on Broadway, 
seeing a lot of David Bowie on Broadway now. Michael C. Hall. Yeah, and he could pull that off. Yeah, totally. But I, I would honestly make aesthetics or whatever. Yeah, I'd honestly lean more towards Zachary Quinto. Yeah, of course you would. I always do. <laughs> yeah. uh, let me give uh, give Joseph one here. Let's do it. God, Joseph. <laughs> Thoughts on Cabbage Patch dolls? They're stupid. Uh, yeah, they they are dolls. What the? Oh, <laughs> I got another one from from Joseph. Okay. When do I get my Injustice series back? <laughs> Soon. <laughs> Soon. You two are on my naughty list this Christmas. That's fair. Oh, because I do have Attack on Titan. Oh yeah. Soon. Right. <laughs> Say it with me, Jake. Soon. Soon. All right. Do it. 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 Um, James asks, what's one franchise you think deserves a movie? Any genre? I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. Um, I feel like they've done it all. So it's hard to, um, I mean the flash, right? I mean, yeah, which I mean they're doing. So that's what I'm saying. They're doing, I mean, it's kind of uh, hard to pick. I mean, cause they're everything under the fucking sun. They're doing exactly. Um, um I can't think of anything really. Uh, Paw Patrol. Um, <laughs> I don't know. And I, and honestly, I'll tell you Power Rangers. Uh, and obviously they're doing it. It's coming out in March, but it's for years. I was always, I always said that that deserves another, like a movie reboot. Yeah. And they finally are doing it. So, I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of books that I've read that I would love to see movie adaptations of, but I don't feel like... Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, they need to redo that. Yeah. That movie was Give that a proper awful. film. That movie was fucking awful. It wasn't good. No. Uh... I mean, they're they're making it, but I don't think it's going to be any good. But Fullmetal Alchemist, I would mm-hmm. love to see that movie, but they're making it, unfortunately, and it doesn't look good to me. So we'll see. Um, Netflix is doing Death Note. So there's that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it just because uh, uh, Willem Dafoe is playing Ryuk. He's doing the voice for Ryuk. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting. Um I can't really think of anything else. That... By the way, your hoodie makes it look like you're wearing pajamas. That's okay. Because he's Mr. Meeseeks. Look at him. <laughs> I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Look at me. Um, Yeah, I can't think of any other genres or any other franchises. Not really, no. To make a movie about. Um, Joseph actually got gave us three good questions. Okay. In a row. I've got one from him. So. What's yours from him? Um, if you could pick a genre to change a pre-existing film into, what would it be? Fuck. For example, such as seeing Texas Chainsaw Massacre remade as a musical. Oh, well. <laughs> um, and then she said, I pictured him doing the chainsaw flailing at the end as a pirouette. Who said uh, that? Joseph. <laughs> and then James said, or West Side Story as a gore flick. Fuck. That'd that's... be interesting. Both of those are brilliant ideas. I would totally watch those. Um, <clears throat> I think. Uh, See, I have trouble with that because I'm a purist. So, um, for the most part, I am. 
I'd like to say Halloween is a comedy. That could be fun. Of course. I mean, it kind of became a joke at the end, but yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, really, honestly, you turned on a lot. Friday the Thirteenth is a rom com. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would be fun. He just loves that little girl so much. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a rom com with the with a, the main character has an Oedipus plot complex. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, I would t- I'd say. How about Guardians of the Galaxy as a horror? That could be fun. I could that'd be. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um. Let's go. Hudson Hawk as a good movie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um. It's sad that good movie has to be a genre now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. Um. That's a good. That's a good uh, question, really. Any Stephen King movie as a horror film. Any Stephen King movie as good. As a horror film. As good. I feel like if they were <laughs> horror films, they'd be good. Instead, yeah. They're comedies. They're comedies and jokes upon themselves. Yeah. Um, Joseph also asked, uh, uh, "What movie or book had the most impact on our lives?" Um. I mean, as far as movie goes, like the one movie that got me through a lot of shit in my life was princess bride i don't think that's a surprise to anyone right as much as i've talked about but did it have i mean like did it impact your life in any way other than just getting you through things is there a movie or book that had some sort of a lasting impression or less lasting impression on you something that built you to who you are today that's real deep (laughs) that's what he's asking though (laughs) um I don't know. I've really thought about it. I can name two. Okay. Um, one, probably the one that has the most impact on me was uh, 1989 Batman. Because one, turned me on to Batman. Two, turned me into a movie lover. Three, it also is what started me giving pretty much any movie a chance. Yeah. Um, because like that was the one thing I think I've talked about before where my mother would always be like, okay, cover your eyes. And she'd pick out some movie for me, put it in and I'd watch whatever it was that she, she picked. Um, and because that, I mean, there's a bunch, um, Mr. Mom, um, such a good movie. Batman, Beetlejuice, yeah. um, the, uh, the jerk <laughs> stuff like that. And she would always in, in so it was that's kind of what turned me on to loving movies and giving anything a shot. Right. Um, that or and I would say that kind of shaped how I am. Uh, uh, I'd say House shaped m- my thought process. I'm generally a bitter person. Um, and question a lot of things. Uh, George Carlin also was a big big factor any of his stand-up specials yeah. where he's basically you know don't ever accept anything as an absolute truth without questioning it right so that's kind of how that shaped everything that i am 
that was too deep for this comedy it's getting, podcast. It's too deep, man. Um, no, I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I'm sure there are a lot, but as far as like what I can think of, that is not a question that I expected to have to answer yeah. tonight. Uh, as far as stuff I can think of, I mean, it's gonna sound cliche as shit, but West Side Story was the first musical I watched. Why is that a cliche though? Because I feel like that's like everyone's go-to musical. When you think about musicals. Well, it's one of the first musicals. I know. But there's a bunch of them out there, but... Yeah, but I'm saying there's... <clears throat> like, between um, West Side Story and... and um, like, the first three musicals I ever watched were West Side Story, Oklahoma, and Guys and Dolls. And as far as those go, like, those are probably the reasons why I'm into the musicals as much as I am now. And I wouldn't have any other way. I love... Any... any because to me, a movie isn't a movie without music. Right. And when you have a movie that's based around music, uh, it makes it that much more... It's an eargasm for you. Yeah. It's, it's just that more impactful. Um, for example, something I'm going to talk about later that I saw, Sing. Like, the the music in that movie is so good. Like it just, But, like, the music, it hits a lot. Because, like, my dad, we listen to a lot of 80s music. So, I mean... <laughs> Um, and, and other stuff, but like growing up, my dad listened to some country and then like Huey Lewis in the news and a couple other like rocks, rock bands and just random shit. And so like Christmas time, it was always like Bing Crosby and, and that kind of music. And then as, when I, once I got out in my own for high school, like listening to my own stuff and doing my own stuff, it was whatever I want to listen to a lot of pop rock and punk rock and, and grunge and all that good stuff and some metal. And then once I started doing choir and I saw the other side of music, which was organized um, paper, essentially, that showed all the notes and hearing those musical ensemble songs like uh, quartet songs, um, like the whole like Mr. Sandman, that kind of stuff, singing acapella and then got into blues real, real hard after that. Because I watched some more musicals and and gotten more music that was like Sinatra and the Rat Pack and shit like that, and then got into some blues and jazz, and like favorite genre of music. I mean, as far as like to sing along with, is is probably pop or punk rock. But there's always a special spot in my heart for jazz and 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 blues, because like Michael Bublé and Sinatra and Dean Martin, like that group of music hits me like the contemporary pop. So that hit a lot of strings with me growing up. Um, and as much as you can call it emo music, like the term emo stands for emotional. So, so it does a lot of stuff for me. So, I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> quote unquote emo music that I listen to that, that probably has turned me into what kind of music I like. And there's also a lot I of am. bad music you listen to. Oh Yeah. <laughs> According to people, yes. Um, Joseph also asked, what is a sitcom you enjoyed most in your youth? Sitcom. Oh, geez. Um, I mean, I, I grew up watching a lot of Frasier. I don't know if that's really a sitcom. <laughs> I guess, yeah, it's a, it's it's a, a situational a, comedy. Yeah. That's true, yeah. I mean... With my dad, we watched. I watched a lot of of Frasier and, and Cheers. So I mean, that probably was the main thing I, I 
That's the first only thing I remember. He he might correct me if I'm wrong, but like I remember watching Frasier with him a lot. Um, that's like on TV. I don't really remember. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe it's just in my head. Dad, let me know. I don't know. <laughs> What's um, messed up is your dad actually listens to this. I know. It's so I'm pretty weird. sure nobody in my family listens to this. Hi, Dad. I don't think um, I don't think many of our friends listen to it. I, actually, I, I know. it's too long. Uh, <laughs> Apparently. Um. Like Justin's asking these questions, so he's never going to listen to no, this. No, he won't. <laughs> my, my thing, I don't know, because like I remember growing up, I remember watching all sorts of shows. Like I remember watching Mary Tyler Moore show, um, Dick Van Dyke show, a little bit of Andy Griffith, not a whole lot. Uh, I never really cared for it personally. Um, I like it more now than I did then. Uh, and then I watched a lot of. Um, I watched a lot of like the late night stuff because like I remember Wings and Cheers and <laughs> what. But what one did you like the most though? I mean, as a kid, uh, it was probably between Bewitched and I Dream of Genie because those like those are the ones that stuck out with me right. for the longest time. Um, so as far as like my favorite is probably between those two. Um, can't damn somebody else is writing too. Proud Joseph, but um, <laughs> I'd have to go honestly if I was gonna have to pick one from my youth that I enjoyed the most. I mean, obviously you have to go to TGIF probably, which was Family Matters, Full House, Step by Step. Um, yeah. See, I didn't really watch those growing up. See, I did. I watched every Friday night. Um, what I watched. Like, I watched a little bit of Full House, but I really didn't watch it until it was like way later in my life. As as a kid, favorite. I assume he means kid, kid, not like younger. I just think I think he means kid. Uh, so I'd have to go with um, Full House or uh, Full House or Step by Step. Um, I'd also I, I'd probably favor sitcom when I was younger. Would probably had to been like Friends. Yeah, I still uh, like Friends. Yeah, it's a solid show. It I mean, is. There's misses, but there's yeah, there's it, watching it. It's a uh, lot of episodes. I went through and watched it. Like I went through the first six seasons of it, and watching it, and I was yeah, it was still funny. I still laughed at it. It just there's a lot more misses than I remember there being. Yeah. Um. Well, especially I feel like watching it all in a row too. You see a lot more of those misses. Yeah. Because you're just constantly hearing the same same characters. kind of the same jokes too. Yeah. A lot of the time, and then. uh the on again, off again, Rachel and Ross thing. That was just uh, too yeah. much for me almost. The relationships on that show were a bit meh sometimes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And I didn't really like them moving. Like, the them moving around. Because to me, it was the only reason they did it was just to get them in different locations. Yeah, absolutely. That's That seemed to be it, what it was. There wasn't any reason for like, like, they made a bet to move in. Like, yeah. <clears throat> who does that? That's still like, yeah. a, that's a, honestly, I love that episode. I think yeah. it's funny. I love the episode. It's just. But it's yeah, it was nonsense. Yeah. Um, he asked his last question here. Somebody else was typing, but it doesn't look like they are anymore. Um, <clears throat> if uh, you were to be a high fantasy, high fantasy creature or race, uh, which would you choose to be? Which fits your personality and physique most? Job of the hut. Uh, human. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess. I mean. I mean. If we're talking like fantasy character style, I'm too tall for it, but I always played rogues and, and so like kind of like halflings and shit, but I'm too tall for that. Um, 
that's the problem is like my size is really only good for humanoid. So, I mean, I could be a really fat elf, I guess. Slug. I'm a slug. <laughs> I'm a slug man. I'm a frog. <laughs> I'm a frog. Um, yeah, I mean, that's actually really kind of a tough question. Uh, yeah, I mean, I go with slugs. I'm a big guy and uh, with no real. Uh, no real uh, shape. Uh, yeah, I guess there's, that's a yeah. uh, number of questions. So, well, maybe when we get to the end, I'll of be it. a bad guy. I'll be a kobold. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. guys are. Ooh, I can be an orc. You guys are fucking nerds. Fuck you, Jake. <laughs> so uh, last week's episode, we talked about uh, uh, who we were going to cast as Nestro, and then we decided to step away from uh, Green Lantern. Yes. And we're going to jump over to... That's uh, probably copyrighted. Yeah, don't do that. Sorry. We don't have money. Anyways. Finish him. Uh, who would cast as certain characters in Mortal Kombat? Uh, we both got a little uh, busy over the week and didn't really have a chance to research them ourselves. So before we started recording, we did research together and yeah. uh, we came up with uh, some decisions that... We're both happy with. We both are happy with. So these are our choices. Um, so, John, uh, who did we pick for Liu Kang? Uh, we decided on Johnny Young Bosch. All right, moving on. Hey, who did we... wait a second. <laughs> we gave the runner-ups a chance. The what? Gosh, I had another choice for him that wasn't... Or was it him that I chose? For yeah, yeah, there was somebody else. The dude from Hawaii Five O, I think yeah. it was. Yeah, he was from Lost as well. We can forget about that show. No, uh, Daniel Day Kim was was one of my choices before I came over, because I did a little bit on my own. I I literally did nothing. I know. <laughs> I was here. <laughs> it was the that's the first uh, time that's happened. Yeah, it's happened <sighs> to me a bunch. Yeah. Welcome was... to my life. Uh, no, but I, I had thought about Daniel Day Kim. Uh, I think he might be a little too old. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think he fits. I think honestly, well. I think Johnny Young Bosch is about the same age. Yeah. If not a little I bit older, he, but he looks. He looks younger. Um, that's what that's what voice acting gets you. That's right. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, he I think he's a one always enjoyed him in Power Rangers, um, and I also think I mean he's actually trained in I, I believe it's Shaolin, uh, Shaolin Kung Fu or something to that effect. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. <laughs> he's trained in some sort of uh, martial arts. Well, yeah, he's Asian. <laughs> Duh. Are you? Yeah, I took Taekwondo for years. For years. Yeah, before I went to high school. Um, um, but yeah, so I think that, I mean, that helps and he can learn. And he was also known for doing uh, his own stunts yeah. in uh, the Power Rangers movies and in the show uh, whenever they had to do. Because, I mean, obviously they used the recycled footage from Japan. But uh, when they did the American actors, then he was always, he did his own stunts. Him and uh, Jason David Frank actually did their own stunts. Yeah. Um, good for them. I know, right? So I think uh, he would be a, 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 a really good choice for Liu Kang. Yeah, he, he's my top choice as well. Uh, hey, Jake. Hey, what? <laughs> I just like saying that now. <laughs> uh, who did we decide on? On Johnny Cash. Oh, shit. I mean, Cage. Oh, oh whoops. Oh, snap. Did it again. Uh, them Hemsworth boys. Them Hemsworth boys. Honestly, uh, the, when we talked about... Uh, we were talking about it earlier about... Um, Thor, uh, it just made me think more. I, I personally want Chris Hemsworth. I think Chris Hemsworth would be perfect for uh, 
for Johnny Cage or Cash. I'm probably still going to lean towards Liam. Yeah. So them Hemsworth boys. So either, but I'm happy with either one. one. Yeah, I think they're both good. I just I, I think Chris has more experience. I haven't seen enough from Liam to yeah. feel comfortable. I'm telling with you, him. like as much, as bad as the movie was, I feel like he was the best part of Independence Day. Um, but then again, it's not. I mean, it's not hard to be the shiniest turd know, in the pile. But he was still like he was fun. It wasn't just like he was the best part of the movie, but he was actually enjoyable. So like, which is sad. He's enjoyable. Have you seen Have you seen Ghostbusters? No. Then you haven't seen Chris Hemsworth at his finest. At his funniest. His finest. Funniest. Yes, funny. <laughs> um. Hey, John. We also hold on. We we had more, didn't we? No, we didn't. Before them. No, we didn't. We were talking about. No, we didn't. We were talking. No, we didn't. I'm yelling in this microphone. It's gonna be loud. We were talking. About... No, we didn't. <laughs> Uh, no we didn't (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh we did discuss uh two other ones i believe it was channing tatum was one of them yes and chris pratt was the other one yes uh but we discussed we were to talk about me and him and uh, my wife michelle we were talking about how uh uh channing tatum well he doesn't really play dumb characters he does sometimes come off like he's dumb. And I know the guy is not. He's an intelligent yeah. guy and he's a great actor. He always seems to play that like loose character. Yeah, he's kind of sort like of a meathead almost. And... So I think he wouldn't work so well because he would come off as just being like dumb jock almost. Uh, Chris Pratt also tends to play dumb. Um, again, no, the guy is not dumb at all. But I mean, he playing on uh, Parks and Rec for so many years. Yeah. And then uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy, while he's not really super dumb, he's still like kind of like childish, childish. So yeah. it'd be hard for him to play Johnny Cage and be. I'll believable. tell you what, like I keep talking about these movies we're going to talk about later, but uh, in Passengers, he really isn't very. <laughs> You're not going to talk about anything. Later. I'll talk about it still. I don't give a crap. <laughs> um, but like, his character like never really comes off as stupid. Yeah, like a little childish, but like cute. Like, it's just, like, little dumb things that he does that he acts like a child with sometimes. Um, but, yeah, like he's he's pretty serious the whole film. Like, there's a little bit of comedy there and there, but uh, he's funny as a character, but it's always situational things that he does that are funny. Um, but, yeah, so, like, that's closer to me. I could see that. But, but, yeah, for the most part, though, he gets casted as kind of lazy characters. Not, not that the characters are bad, but just... That's just kind of like back. his skill set almost. Yeah. Um, and then the other one we talked about for Johnny Cage was uh, just kind of popped into my head um, was John Cena. Yeah. Because what we've seen him in movies, well, I mean, yeah, he's not like a stellar actor. He's not a terrible actor. Um, but he's really funny. Yep. He, he's done comedy. He's really well. he's a big guy who can, I mean, obviously can choreograph fights. Um. <laughs> Depends on who you ask, I guess. It depends on how many moves there are. <laughs> Is there five? He's good. <laughs> okay. Six? He's pushing it. Um, seven? Nah. No. Um, Where's CM Punk when we need <laughs> But I think uh, I, I wouldn't. I was like, John, John, John Cena wouldn't be a terrible choice for the role. Honestly, but... no. Like, if he was still. But we're going realistic choices, and yeah. they would never realistically choose him to no. play the role. Uh, Chris Hemsworth or Liam Hemsworth would be the two choices that we got for that one. Agreed. Them Hemsworth boys. 
Hey, John. They're always up to no good. <laughs> in trouble with the law ever since they was born. Yeah. Right. Uh, yes, hey, Jake. Hey, John. Yeah, Jake. Who do we pick for Sonya Blade? I don't. I don't. I don't know if I should say it. Why? I'm just kidding. Uh, Emily Blunt <laughs> was a choice we made for that. <laughs> this is awkward. Hmm. Um. She's a good actress. She is. She is. And, and she's got that serious tone down. Yeah. But a lot of serious characters, like thinking back from like the uh, Edge of Tomorrow and Looper and. You always she can play the series very well and um and it looks like uh, and I heard good things about her and uh, Girl on the Train. Oh yeah, I've heard good things. Um, too. so I think she because that's the what's what we're looking for. Sonya Blade's always been a very straightforward, you know, serious no character. No nonsense. No nonsense cop. Uh, I think Emily Blunt, especially if you look at her, look at her in uh, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, or Lived I Repeat, whatever one you want to call it. Um, in that, she's got that down pat. Yeah. Last one. No, I guess I'm going to There's more, two more, Jake. I can't count. I went to Morristown, remember? Hey, Jake. Hey, what? Who would you cast as the god of lightning? Zeus. Oh, wait, wait, no. Thor? Raiden. He's like a Debbie god. I don't know. Um, yeah, who, who would you cast as, as Raiden or Raiden? It's Raiden. It? Depends on how you pronounce it. Yeah, when you pronounce it properly, it's Raiden. Uh, Where is it raining? Is it raining? I can't even hear it. Damn. That's strong. You're a twat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're a twat waffle. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would cast Donnie Yen. Yay. Um, honestly, uh, big reason is, one, obviously he is, like, fucking brilliant in fight scenes. I am one with the force. The force is. is me. I am one with the force. The force is with me. I we don't use the, the semi-racist uh, uh, accents. That's there. what he sounds like. <laughs> That's how my people sound. <laughs> um, Quickly, my people need me. But uh, yeah, honestly, the big reason besides him being able to fight like fucking nobody's business. Yeah. Those um, fight scenes in, in Rogue One. Yeah. Holy But his crap. role, I mean, even obviously before that in fight movies, but Rogue One, like, he got a chance to, like, he showed his personality. Yeah. It was uh, so good. He is such an adorable dude. And so he comes off as just, he's wise. His smile, honestly. Like, I know it sounds stupid, but, like, him sitting back and just, like, he's blind, just kind of, like, smiling like he knows. Big Ray Charles smile. Oh, dude. I love him so much. I always um, have. But, uh, yeah, yeah. The, particularly, uh, honestly, Rogue One's really kind of what won me over on the idea of him playing uh, Raiden. Yeah. Um, hey, John. Yo. Who would you cast as Shang Tsung? Um, I would cast Harambe. <laughs> I love that fucking gorilla. Harambe is Bay, Like, totally. Yeah. Fucking lit, yo. Same, fam. Oh, God. Oh, um, sorry. I just woke up. So, so I, th- I honestly think people are going to fight us on this one a little bit. They will. They're going to fight us on Johnny Young Bosch. Probably. So, so Shang Tsung, uh, Jake and I decided Jackie Chan. Yep. Because the guy, okay, I love Jackie Chan. He's got a little bit of wear on him, which... He should. He's done a lot of movies. Uh, done all of his own stunts. Um, 
I think he's like 175 years old. I don't think that's true at all, Jake. Is that not? No, I think that that's a racial stereotype for you right now. <laughs> How? Because um, because just because he he looks younger doesn't mean he's super old like rest of us. <laughs> Jesus, John, you look like you're 45. That is really mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look a day over 41. Um, no, but I think he, he's got some wear on him where he looks like he can play the villain now. Like before, I feel like he was too, like the picture I showed you, I feel like he's too baby faced in those yeah. older photos. But now he's a little like, bit. The picture they, they had, they had him casted as um, Raiden, which I think is perfect. In his younger in days. In his younger days. He was perfect. He had the baby face. He didn't his his skin wasn't as wrinkly. And honestly, even now, yeah, he could probably pull it off. He still. could pull it off. But But I think he could do Shang Tsung better. Shang Tsung and give him some some anger. Yeah. Like, he's always the happy go getter. Like let him do something darker. Like And I always get into it with you know, that fuck, he was so good in uh the karate kid. Yeah. That dramatic um, part was so intense. Yeah, so I have no doubt this dude can act his way into that movie, and uh, also, I mean, obviously, get him to fight in that movie. Fight! Oh Lord, let him fight Donnie in. Oh my God. Um, but definitely, I think uh, him as Shang Tsung is, I, I think, perfect casting because we know he can act. He's got the look, uh, and it'd be fun to see him play a fucking villain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do a little bit of makeup, a little prosthetics, make him look the part. Yeah, like the rest of the way, because I feel like his face is fine. Like yeah. the way his body looks and his face, it like, just needs a goatee, just, really. Yeah, just just the the facial hair. And I don't the, talk, I, I whenever I look think of Shang Tsung, I never ever go to that Mortal Kombat one Shang Tsung. No, I always go to like circa Mortal Kombat two or beyond that. Yeah, whenever he's younger, Shang Tsung. Um, yeah, that, so that's 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 our uh, that's our that's our choices. Yeah, and we're for, sticking to them. We're th- Dick and Thoab. Hey, Jake. Partner. Hey, John. What are we doing for next week's character? Uh, next <laughs> next week's character, uh, we actually got a suggestion from my wife. And wait, wait, I, whoa, 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 whoa. You're, you're married? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me? You didn't know? Is she here? Yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so we got a suggestion from my wife, and I thought it was challenging enough that it could be really fun to try to do. Um, so next week, we're going to cast Woody and Buzz Lightyear. That's stupid. <laughs> John really was fighting it too. Like I just, I just wanted to understand where she was coming from. Uh, I, I I saw what she's coming from, and also, the fuck cares? It's just a, it's just a, one. I'm not ever gonna happen. Right. Two. It would be fun to try to cast actors as those characters. Yeah, I was just she kind of answered it later, but I was kind of worried about like trying to cast Ham or Slinky or Rex. Yeah, no, those would be obviously CG. Like, or... Exactly, but it's like I wasn't sure what she meant by it. Like, are they gonna look like people? All of them, or just sometimes, some of them? Or... Sometimes, John. Sometimes, you have to use your common sense. I mean, I have plenty of pennies and dimes and nickels. Those are all common. <laughs> I, I, I might have a 50 cent piece. Those are a little more uncommon. I didn't um, say use uncommon sense. Okay. I said common sense. Now don't okay. be stupid. I got, I got, hold on. I got a bunch. I got a bunch of. Yeah. Yeah. Pennies and dimes, and nickels and quarters. <laughs> Plenty of common sense. You want me to use it for what? 
Put it, back, machine? put it back in your pocket. Okay. Now sit down. Sitting down. And we'll pretend like that conversation ever happened. What conversation? That's right. John. Jake. <laughs> what have you been watching? Uh, stuff and movies and. Oh, hold on. It's written down. Um, <laughs> no. Uh... I love every week <laughs> that you bring such attention to the papers. Like. <laughs> The stuff that we use to make sure we don't forget anything. And you always are just like, oh, it's written down. Hey, leave me alone. <laughs> don't kill the illusion, man. What illusion? I live in a reality, Jake. No, you don't. I do. No, you don't. I do. No. Now I'm going to go unplug for the evening. <laughs> okay. Um, no, so I, I didn't mention these before I've been to. Uh, during Christmas time, my, uh, uh-huh. hung on my family. Because I do that. Um, we watched Independence Day Resurgence. Wah, wah. It was... Wah, wah. Uh, even my dad, who who you love too many movies. Uh, that's me saying that. Um, <laughs> that's rough. Yeah. No, it, we were just talking about after it was over. It was like, they tried too hard. <laughs> like, honestly, is what we were talking about. So it was like, they tried too hard to make it funny. They tried to make it too much like the original. They had almost like twenty years to build this movie. Yeah, and, and then and then we almost lost. Um, <laughs> we did lose. Yeah, we did. No, but again, um, Liam's character was very well done. I thought mm-hmm. uh, he was enjoyable. He was a smart ass. He was funny. Like he was Johnny essentially, Cage. huh? He was Johnny Cage. Yeah, like he 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 felt like it's weird to say he felt like Will Smith's character. <laughs> Uh, and then Will Smith's character's son was boring. Holy shit. Even in the trailer when he's boring. talking about it. And he's, he's like, not even in it that much. We have to fight for everything that we stand for. And what does that card say? We have to win. 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 Oh, there you go. No. Um, <clears throat> thank you. Like his, like the most emotion you get out of his character is the first time he sees Liam's character. He just punches him real fast. We're like. Like, you know what's coming. They all, like, talk about, like, he's going to punch you, like, that kind of stuff. And then, like, he meets him in the mess hall, and he's like, oh, you get out of my way. And, like, he just knocks him out. Like, he punches him to the ground. It's like, okay, cool. That's the only thing you really see him do. Except for, like, the fighting scenes. It's boring. Mm. Uh, but Liam's character, he gets he gets all this this emotion and, and, like, girlfriend and comedy and smart Alexis. But, like, at the same time, like, his buddy is, is – his buddy makes a mistake. And the chief already hates him, so he blames himself for the mistake, mm. so this buddy doesn't get in trouble for it. He's like, "Why? Why do you take the fall for him?" He's like, "He already hates me. Might as well keep it going." Like, <laughs> it's just like, so he does care. Like he's not like a jackass, but he's kind of a smartass, which is right. fun. But easily the best thing about the movie was him. And like after Hunger Games, I really had no care about him whatsoever. Right. Um, and a couple other movies he's done, which I don't care about. But, like, this one, like, honestly, like... He was in The Expendables 2, where he was really expendable. Rip. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I really liked him in, in this movie. I'm very surprised that I actually liked him in the movie, but uh, didn't like the movie. Uh, I also... We also watched Star Trek Beyond with my dad, because he hasn't seen it yet, which was fun to watch again. Um, and then I went to the theater three times recently. Uh, went to see Assassin's Creed for free. Good. Uh, luckily, uh, honestly, don't don't no, no, no. don't just, genre just you it. Just listen. Just listen. It's boring. It's quite boring at the beginning. 
action's pretty good, which is fine. The action part is well done. Uh, the animus action's cool because you see him in the world fighting and it cuts back to their perspective and you see him fighting and like it's almost like a missed spectral version of the fight. You mm-hmm. see him holding something, but it's not there and he's fighting. So it's cool. Um, the acting is subpar. Fastbender's great for what he does. He's hilarious. Uh, he, he's like, there's a scene where he's like, he essentially thinks he's going crazy. So he just starts singing. Like they're dragging him through the hallway and he's just singing. It's crazy. It's, it's dumb. It's fun though. Um, the only thing I'll say about the movie is it's not good. Um, parts of the movie are interesting and fun. The action's good. S- script was to me was awful. Um, that seems to be the most yeah. complaint I heard was the script, the script was terrible. Was so bad. Performances weren't awful. A couple of them were bad. A couple, some of them were good. Um, the assassin stuff was kind of neat, really well done. Uh, but they did. I don't know if you remember this conversation we had the other day, uh, other week. Uh, but what I want them to do with a video game movie, they did it. So they took a video game, established characters, established universe, Uh made a movie where none of those established characters are there. This is a sole new character. Is there no connection, no mention? Nope. Uh, the only only connection to the game is the company that they they're with is is Abstergo or Abstergo, yeah, uh, is the same company. Astigo, I thought it was Abstergo. I don't fucking Abstergo. know. But Jeremy Irons is phenomenal. Like he does great. He usually is. Yeah, um, but he's like the owner person that you know of Abstergo, and he's he's one of the Templars. But like they're not even in the same country. Like everyone was like, oh, it's Ezio. Okay, which I didn't keep up with the trailers or anything because I didn't care. Right. Uh, but we went to go see it, and he doesn't play Ezio. He plays a Spaniard. Right. I knew that. I so, mean, I knew he wasn't playing any established character. Yeah. So so it's a brand new character with a brand new personality, uh, a brand new storyline, which is what I wanted. So I got that. That's good. Uh, it's probably one of the best video game adaptation movies I've seen. Isn't hard to say. Um, yeah, so so I, I'm excited for the next one if they can do it better. Chances are they won't, or they won't get a chance to. Chances are they're probably not gonna get a chance right. to. But but honestly, if they're making these steps forward into video game movies, there's a chance we can get a good one soon. Mm. They said the same thing before Prince of Persia came out. Yeah, see, that's the thing with Prince of Persia. If it wasn't called Prince of Persia, it wouldn't have been as bad of a movie as it was. Because there's some stuff in that movie that's fun. It's just not a good Prince of Persia movie. Right. Um, I don't think Jake Gyllenhaal was a great choice either. But not for that character. Yeah, he's honestly, I mean, there, he has a very specific skill set. Yeah. That was not it. But, yeah. But I, I don't know. Like I said, if they keep going this route, maybe in the next 10 to 20 years, we can get a, a decent to good video game adaptation. Um, it just depends. And then I also saw Sing, mm-hmm. which was phenomenal. Uh, the music in it is great. It hits all the emotions right. Like I was telling you earlier, essentially, I feel like it can connect to everybody. Uh, I feel like almost everyone's rep- represented pretty well. I mean, for the majority, it's it's hard it's hard to hit everyone, I guess. But I feel like a lot of the emotions and people were hit. So, um, there's a lot of different diverse characters, diverse uh, 
storylines uh, all meshed into one huge story. Um, McConaughey was fun, as he is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he plays technically the main character. So usually he's a pretty fun uh, dude. And it's it's fun. It's just weird to hear him talk out of a koala bear. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of good humor in that movie. Um, very surprised how much I liked it. Um, and I also saw Passengers. Mm-hmm. And it was a really fun movie. I, I told you earlier, it was... Um, to me, it was made out to be a thriller comedy, a little bit of romance in it. And watching the movie is definitely a drama, like straight drama. A uh, little bit of thrills at the end. Which I really don't like whenever movies um, do that. Yeah, just tell me what it is. Like, yeah, I, I hate w- there was a movie years ago. Um, I want to say it was called Wicker Park had Josh Hartnett in it. Oh yeah, I remember that. And it was advertised as being about a guy who breaks up with a girl and starts dating another girl and the other girl is fucking insane and becomes sort of a thriller. It absolutely was not what that movie was. Yeah. It was 100% a romantic film. Nice. Um, I've heard that's kind of how The Witch was too. Like it was meant out to be like a horror film and it really wasn't a horror. It wasn't. It was odd. Like a, like a, Almost like a history, historical style drama. Uh, that one's hard to place. Um, it definitely wasn't a horror at all. Uh, but they said like drama. I could see that elements of that historical ish, but there were still supernatural elements to it. Because they made it sound like it was going to be the scariest movie. Yeah. You've ever seen. I was like, okay. of course, they also said that about Blair Witch. And I watched that shit and it was rips. Yeah. Um. Hey, Jake. Huh? Hi. Hi. What have you been watching? Uh, actually, uh, a few things. Um, I uh, see. This is the reason I wrote it all down because I have a terrible memory. Uh, actually, just caught up with Gotham today. Cool. So I'm 100 percent caught up. So I can just wait for it to come out and ignore it for five weeks and then start watching it again. Sounds good. I need to do that too. Um, Elementary. I caught up with Elementary finally. Um. South Park, I actually started watching uh, from the beginning. Um, I'm sorry. So I, it's hard for me to go back and watch the first couple seasons. Yeah, it's a little rougher. I've seen a lot of the newer stuff, but I mean, I've I've stopped watching it years ago. Yeah. Um, but even then, like, uh, I, but I started watching from the beginning, and it's I mean, it's really funny stuff, but it's stuff that I still remember. So I can still I can mostly just jump ahead. Yeah, but I wanted to start from getting and go through. Um, also watched uh, The Martian again. Cool, fucking love that movie. Yeah, it's, it's on my list. It's honestly, it's absolutely one of my favorite movies. Cool, it's um, on my list to watch. I really want to watch it. You haven't watched it yet? No. What the fuck? I've been trying to catch up on my other shit. You have to watch The Martian. Okay. You have to. It's okay. so good. Okay. God damn it, John! I'm not gonna watch it. I know I'm you're gonna not. watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'll, I'll watch it soon. I promise. I'm not gonna watch it soon. It's probably like two, three weeks max. What? Huh? Huh? I also watched Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Did where did you find them? Well, I found them at uh... the theater. Yeah, it's a good place to find them. I guess. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, that's where I found them too. And the AMC theater in Greenwood. Hey, that's where I saw them. Um, how'd you like it? 
I enjoyed it a lot. It's really good. Uh, honestly, this is a movie that I was not excited for. Uh, even after all the reviews were coming out and saying how great it was, even after John said how great it was, which, I mean, John likes everything, so. Uh, Fucking what, mate? <laughs> no, actually, John's gotten a lot better. Um, but no, yeah, it, I mean, John said he loved it, and uh, every critic has said they loved it. Every fan of Harry Potter says they loved yeah. it. It was so good. Highly rated on Rotten Tomatoes, which is apparently the actual uh, rating system we're using now. Um, but, uh, even after all that, I was still skeptical because I don't know. It just didn't look good to me. So finally, I mean, me and Michelle both want to go see it. Um, because, uh, you know, I love Harry Potter and I mean, it looked interesting enough. And then I had heard that Johnny Depp was in it and played Grindelwald. Um, spoiler alert. Um, it looks so good too at the end. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, um, he looks fine, but it's just they are going to need to work on that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, the movie was really fun. Uh, Eddie Redmayne was awesome in it. Um, I can never remember the dude's name. The guy that played his little psychic throughout the movie. Pawalski. Pawalski. That's that's the character's name. Oh, yeah. He was awesome in it. Um, dude, the feels for him, though. Right. I know. dude. Oh, my gosh. But I, everybody did really well in that movie. I did. And Every uh, character was the only well thing like uh, Eddie Redmayne, he his his cadence the the character's cadence kind of irritated me a little bit he kind of talked out the side of his mouth and his head was always aimed down at the same time it fits for scamander from what we know of him yeah it fits uh but i know what you mean but even then he does that every movie but it worked really well for him because like he would talk like that throughout the majority of the movie and then all of a sudden whenever they take them into custody at the uh u.s what do they call it uh Basically, the Ministry of Magic for the United States. Right. Um, I can't remember what they're called now. It's probably in a cat. I don't know. Um, or cat or or or, Matt or something like that. Whatever it is. Anyways, uh, so uh, whenever they take him into custody there and they pretty much go to kill him. Yeah. Uh, they take his case. And he just, I mean, he loses it. And he's just like, "Don't hurt them. Don't you dare hurt those those beasts. Don't you know they're." fantastic um <laughs> they're fantastic what is this guy on about i don't know but it was uh, but the way his reaction was so heartfelt you you really felt for it and there's there's times the movie is fairly emotional and it is um i but, feel like they hit a lot of the good like the emotions yeah they a lot of the spectrum they hit um and then uh oh why am i blanking on this kid's name uh the kid that's gonna play flash Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. He did good. There were some parts whenever like he started to hulk out and he looked a little hammy. Yeah, I know. Uh, but even then, like, I, I was down for it. I thought he did really well in the movie. And it just, honestly, it's a solid movie and a great addition to uh, the Harry Potter universe. Do you, you see what I'm in, though? Like, like, you get to see magic used professionally. Instead of children using them. Yeah, absolutely. You get to see more of the match. There's like the fight at the end. Only thing I didn't like was like just them disapparating constantly. Oh, Lord. It was just like. <laughs> I about fucking threw up and I wasn't even in a 3D showing of it. I can't imagine watching that shit in 3D. Yeah, me either. Um, but, like, but the fighting, it was just like they're all over the place, literally. And you're like, where did it, they go? It, and it was really cool to see, uh, yeah, for them to be, uh, for, to see grown ups use magic yeah. instead. 
Um, and you didn't have to constantly hear stupefy, 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 expelliarmus. Expelliarmus. Um, so Convunctus. Convunctus. Come fuck you, buddy. Uh, Not a cadavra. But it was uh, really, uh, really, really well done, and I enjoyed it a lot. And I, and I, I liked how unsuspectingly sm- uh, smart and perceptive Newt was. Yeah. Like... A true it Hufflepuff. Was, it was, I know, right? Uh, it was like he he realized that Graves wasn't Graves. Yeah. It, oh, it seemed like that a while into the movie, or not? Or uh, once he far, was being interviewed. Yeah, far before that he realized it, and that's and I loved it at the end of the movie where he just kind of walks up, really fucking almost like cocky, almost walks up and he's like, reveal and like whatever the spell is and yeah. makes him reveal himself and it's. Uh, uh, Gildewald. Oh, fuck me, Grindelwald. Shit. <laughs> um, and okay. I thought it was it was really cool. The only problem I had uh, really at the end was um, couldn't understand a fucking thing Giant Up said. Yeah, a little bit. It was kind of hard to hear. He, they're one. They're gonna have to work on that accent. I get that he's gonna have to. He's gonna be from uh, well, I don't know um, where he's from. Where he's from, but they're gonna have to change that accent. Something they're yeah. going to have to. Um, and he, he wasn't in it enough where they don't have to settle on that. They can change it. Um, but I am really excited for the sequels though. Cause I want to see one. I want to see who they choose to play. Albus Dumbledore. Yeah. Cause um, you know, they're going to have that duel in there. You know, that's going to be a fan casting that we do, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, I choose Michael Gambon. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, <laughs> just make him look younger. It's just make, Fine. They did it in uh, in uh, Civil War, so yeah. Um, uh, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington, totally. Be It'll fine. Work. It'll work. Um, so yeah, uh, it was a fantastic film. It was very good. Wink, 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 wink. Um, yeah, it's definitely. If if you haven't seen it in theaters yet, go before it's gone. Absolutely, it was. It's not even playing here in Shelbyville anymore. I don't think That's so. That's we were going to see it because I got gift cards to go to movies. Yeah. So we and I, I was afraid because I told myself like it's not playing here, and she's like, "Well, let's just go to Greenwood then," and like she wanted to see it enough where yeah, you know, we're gonna drive and go see it and pay for it. Yeah, we saw an IMAX. It, it was. I, I think that you know ours was an IMAX, which was a regular theater. Yeah. But in any case, well worth the watch. Oh, yeah. If you get a chance to, even if it's, if you go to like the cheap theaters, if you're here in Indiana, there's one in uh, you know Greenwood. Uh, I mean, go there, Dollar Theater, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Cinemark Eight. Cinemark Eight, yeah. yeah they've got a cheap one. But yeah. it's not there. It's not there yet. But it, I mean, it's already kind of leaving theater. So yeah. go see it as soon as you possibly can. Yeah, any theater, honestly, just just to see it in the theater because like you don't get that kind of experience at home. No, it's, it's so good. It's like uh, Doctor Strange. I mean, I I I I'm pissy that I missed it in theaters. Yeah. Um, but uh, did I tell you about the deleted scenes for Fantastic Beasts? No, there, there's, uh, I think I don't know if it's a rumor or confirmed, but I heard it's confirmed. We'll see. But the uh, the two girls, they talk about Ilvermorny. Um, when they talk about their school, mm-hmm. the yeah, whole, the whole scene where like, oh, do they have schools for wizards or whatever, and they're like, uh, Ilvermorny's the best. Blah, blah, blah. And Newt's like, I believe you'll see that Hogwarts is the best school. Yeah, uh, but apparently in a deleted scene, the girls actually sing the Ilvermorny school song. Oh really? So we'll get that in the, in the deleted scenes. In the- There's something else that I uh, I want to talk about. I remember um, just now was I was trying to decide whether or not because I knew 
that Colin Farrell's character was going to be uh, Grindelwald. If I notice these things or if I notice them because I just noticed them. So it's kind of whenever I know something going into it, I always hate that because then I, I can't figure out if I can figure it out. Right. Um, Michelle says she knew that he wasn't who he was. Yeah. She knew something was up with the character. Uh, she knew he was the villain, but she because she she knew Grindelwald was in the movie, but didn't know that it was him, that it was him. And uh, I pointed out to her some stuff I noticed in it, which was I, f- I feel I would have noticed it anyways. But it was like um, whenever he's talking to Newt and he says something about uh, you got expelled from Hogwarts for putting somebody in danger. One of your teachers in particular fought hard for you to stay in. He said, and the way he was, he was like, why does Albus Dumbledore love you so much or, or care about you so much? Like it, he said it was such disgust yeah, and so, so much jealousy almost yeah. that it was like, cause he says like, what does, what does Albus Dumbledore see in you? Yeah. Like it was, it was almost like jealousy where he was like, so from that I'm like, Oh yeah, I could see that. And then there's also uh whenever, um, they're at that meeting with like all the ministers of magic and yeah. all the, the leaders of magical worlds where uh, they bring up something about you need to do this about this beast that's, you know, loose here in America. And uh, she's like, you're going to tell me that whenever you let uh, uh, Grindelwald slip through your fingers and it goes back over to Colin Farrell and he smirks whenever she says that. Oh, yeah. So when, if I guess if you're seeing that, you might think that he's just like, hey, yeah, she fucking got him. You know, she, you know, she laid it to him. But whenever I saw him, I'm like, oh, it's because he slipped through their fingers. He got away. Yeah. Uh, but there's little nuances that Colin Farrell, and I feel so bad because Colin Farrell is such a good actor. And up until this point, I remember there, that was part of the reason that uh, Guillermo del Toro left the Justice League Dark movie that they're doing. Not the cartoon, but they're doing a live action one. Right. They're calling it something different now, but, um, Dark Universe, I think is what they're calling it. Um, but uh, he left the movie because he wanted Matt Ryan uh, to play uh, Constantine. Right. But Warner Brothers wants Constantine. Wants Constantine to play Constantine. Wants um, uh, Colin Farrell to play Constantine. And I was always like, eh, I don't think so. It, honestly, I, I was like, I was like Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan should be the one to play him. Yeah. Um, but watching this movie, I'm like, fuck. He would be a really good Constantine. Yeah, I can um, see it. I, and so I'm down for it. If that's who they decide to choose, I'm down for it. I think he deserves to work more than he does, and I feel bad for the fact that I feel like he's not going to be back for the sequels. Yeah. Now, then again, I mean, Michelle, we're talking about does did Grindelwald create this character completely and end up joining? But how long was he in the? That's the thing. US? Though, if it's Grindelwald and he took someone's identity, they're dead. Right, but then again, he could do what uh, it could have been something like what he did with. Uh, well, yeah, I guess because he didn't use Polyjuice Potion, mm-hmm. he used uh, from whatever online he used Transfiguration. Right, because he became such a master of it, he can just become another person completely. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe he's dead, but I mean, there's always a chance they could bring him back and use that something, kind of like yeah. a thing where he just kidnapped him and held him captive or whatever. But most likely, you're right, he's dead. Yeah. Um, but I'd like for him to be able to return to I it. I would too. It'd be cool. But even if he doesn't, it's fine. Yeah. Um, there's also another thing, and uh, 
that I noticed in there, which was uh, there seems to be some sort of an explanation as to uh, what happened to Dumbledore's sister. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Yeah, that was nice. They kind of they don't. It's not directly they mention it, but it's you know it's not even implied really. But you can draw the you can connect the dots. It's uh, she's an obscurial. That's what happened to her. Yeah, she exploded, and I I think that was kind of cool. Yeah, we know that cool, now because yeah. of this movie. Yeah, it brings more information and lore. To it gives the world. far more dimension to the Harry Potter universe than I ever thought it could. Yeah. A solid film like I, like I said earlier if you don't get if you haven't got a chance to yet go see this movie I don't I don't urge people a lot to go to to pay to go see a movie in theaters fucking do it if you get a chance go do it yeah. it's worth it if you're a fan of Harry Potter if you're not you'll still dig it but it won't mean as much to you yeah all the little nods in it were great we even still got giddy whenever as soon as we the, whenever the Warner Brothers logo is coming to the screen they play a little bit of like the uh, Harry Potter theme yeah. we're like we hear it again um but yeah definitely go watch it i'm excited they're doing two more at least they're doing like five. Oh, i heard they were doing three for this and three for another movie no i heard they're doing it because they're all gonna be connected oh cool uh and that's what they're saying that newt's not gonna be the main character anymore i'm like i'm like all right i guess but i mean it's I'm fantastic sure he'll be he's they said he'll be in it but it's going to be if the main character's gonna be dumbledore and grindelwald which fine but, I'm like, just call it something else then. Yeah. They didn't have to call it. I think you and me brought that up before. You said that they should call it History of Magic. Yeah. Um, I'll be okay with that. But in any case, go watch it. <clears throat> yes. John. Yo. What do you got to recommend for these fine folks? Well, since I watched it, I'm going to recommend Sing. Because honestly, like out of everything I've watched lately, that's one of the best things I've watched. Really? Um, yeah. It honestly, like, I don't know why it just it strikes a chord with me. It's very fun, and it, like I said, it, it hits all of those emotional spectrums of, of everything. Um, it's hard to explain without saying so much, but they hit a lot of different situations and emotions and characters and storylines, and because I mean, there's one, two, three, four, five main characters other than Matthew McConaughey's character. And all five of them have their own overcoming issues. So they got to do whatever they have to do to overcome their issues. And it's, it's very well thought out. Um, and it's got a lot of good moral en- uh, energy as far as like, don't give up and follow your dreams and shit like that. But like, but it, I feel like it's, it's grounded. Like it's not one of those things you can do whatever you want. If you just think about it. Like it's it's showing you like you know you can do what you want to do, you're gonna have to work your ass off to do it. Right. Um, but it shows you a lot of of forward thinking and and it's hard to it's so weird to say this stuff about a, a, a animated movie, but it does it really well. Why? Because it's just usually with animated movies like this, it's always like fun and that's it. Well, all of them such I mean, a good, especially lately, man. It seems lately. like a lot of animated movies really got are on their game. Oh yeah. I uh, sing from you. I've heard that. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. Uh, particularly the second one apparently is very emotional. Um, Toy Story Three. Uh, Kubo is really good. That's I, I need to watch that. I really I really Joe's want to watch God. It. I'm just gonna watch it. I know. I need. To, Steal it from him and, and bring it over here one night. Okay. If not, I can just bring over my fire stick and we can watch it. There you go. Um, we can shoot your own eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe eventually. 
Hey, Jake. Hey, what? That was a long pause. I know. You uh, forgot for a second. I didn't did. You? <laughs> what, what would you like to recommend to these fine people that waited so long to hear me say that? <clears throat> um, actually, I was having trouble thinking of something to suggest. Um, so, I was, again, I asked Michelle. I was like, what should I suggest? And she, like, off the top of her head, she, she uh, pulled it. She's like, pen pal. Um, I don't know what that is. That's a book. Okay. Started out basically as a creepy pasta. Oh, okay. Uh, for those who don't know what a creepy pasta is, basically, uh, or it's stories online that people write. Uh, pastas were like emails that were sent to people. They're you know little bits of stories, and it just kind of passed around. They called it pasta, uh, and then people start writing scary versions of it, so they call them creepy pastas. Right. And it's become like a huge thing online now. Um, but uh, this started out kind of like a creepy pasta. This dude, uh. Nathan, uh, no, Dathan Albrock, I think his name is. I believe you. Um, he started writing these on, I believe, Reddit. Um, and it's basically about this kid, this guy looking back on his life and noticing a bunch of things that happened to him when he was a kid. And it all started with, um, uh, some guy dropping off a picture at his house is what really started to connect the dots for him. And then he goes back and looks at things and notices how everything connects to each other. And it's about basically this kid is being stalked by this older guy, this guy um, who wants to keep him for himself. Um, That's a nice way of saying things. Yeah. Uh, it's it's creepy. It, it, I mean, it gives me fucking chills. I've read that book I, I, 10 times. Um I get chills every time I read it. And it's, I mean, it's, it's a hard, it's not hard read. Like it's bad or it's hard to get through, but like, it's, it's sometimes tough. Like, it's just like creepy enough and you, you feel unsettled by some of the things that happen. And it's so well written. Uh, all the characters, like you just, you, you can visualize everything in that. Cause he's, he describes it so well without going overboard. So you can visualize it enough and then your imagination takes over. Uh, which is something that doesn't happen a whole lot as an adult. Um, this book is is brilliant. Uh, I heard from it because of a, a guy on YouTube called Mr. Creepypasta. Uh, basically, he just finds creepypastas online and reads them. Hmm. And that's what his whole YouTube thing is. And it, I mean, he's pretty popular on there. And he read those. And I fucking fell in love with him. And I actually uh, only heard about those because of my brother-in-law, Aaron. He uh, turned me on to him. There, it's incredible. If you have a chance, I mean, read the book first and then go listen to uh, the Mister Creepy Pasta versions of them. There, it's awesome. Um, but it's it's and they're supposed to be making a movie about it, but that's been you know, about two three years in the making. Yeah. So I'm not sure how well how far along they are on right. that. So the only Creepy Pasta I read, it wasn't even a reading. Like it was uh, the Creepy Pastas I see a lot are online or like pictures. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're panels like comic book style. Yeah, which uh, I see those a lot. I like which them. are from the Facebook pages that are yeah. like yeah. Uh, I saw the one. I don't. I'm sure you saw it. I think I showed it to you. If not, but the, the one with the old man riding a bicycle. Seen that one? Mm-mm. He so this old man's riding a bicycle. There's no dialogue, but um, this is in comic book form. But he's riding a bicycle, and this this beautiful woman on a bike rides past him, and he starts chasing her down because she's gorgeous. And she's smiling at him, so it's one of those things. Like it's like like in Venice or something, or Paris or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just following her through down roads and alleys, and then she stops and turns around and looks at him, and he gets really close, 
And as he gets closer and closer and closer at the very end, he looks at her and it's death. And then a car hits him. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Like that's the kind of stuff you'll see on there. If, if you see the, the picture styled versions of them. right. Um, and they have the, all the dialogue or the, all the, the writing versions of it, but they have a lot of like, Facebook's got a creepypasta page that has some, some cool pictures and, and memes and gifts and stuff. But um, that's the one I remember the most. But yeah, I mean, look online. I mean, there's a bunch like, uh, Jack, the, uh, no, Jeff, uh, Jeff, the killer, I think is, is what it was called. And slender man originated as, as a creepypasta. Yeah. Um, but definitely uh pen pal. I mean, Go out there reading. I would, it, the book is only I believe when I bought it new it was uh, ten bucks. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's probably decreased since then. So I mean, go out and pick it up if you if you get a chance. Go to half price books or go to any bookstore. Or, fuck, just buy it on Amazon. Um, and pick it up and it, it's brilliant. I absolutely adore it. Awesome. Yeah. I'll check it out. Yes, you will. Any uh any lingering questions that we have on uh I'm gonna check this uh Facebook again real quick and see I turn off my I always turn off my uh, notifications on Facebook because it irritates me. Sorry, um, I got nothing. Uh, no got, one likes me anymore. Nothing either. Um, I did want to talk about there was something I was watching earlier today. It was uh, uh best of CM Punk on commentary. Oh jeez. And uh, which he was fucking hilarious. Yeah. And it's reminding me because somebody commented on something and used uh, a lot of letters. Uh, when I was like, fuck, um, something like that. So, uh, but I thought about this is that, um, it was during the King of the ring, uh, tournament a few years back and he, uh, uh, was commenting on a match against shame. It was Seamus versus Kofi Kingston. And uh, Michael Cole was like, he's like King Seamus that has a nice ring to it. And, uh, and, uh, See, like King Kofi Kings or King Kofi Kingston has a great ring too. He said initials kind of suck. He said, but <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, I was like, holy shit, that's hilarious. I never like I, there's stuff I watched in those videos. Like I don't remember him saying that, but it was funny. He was just like initials suck, but but yeah, that's that's a little random thought that I that's had awesome. just now. Um, so yeah, that's gonna do it for this episode. Um, hey Jake, hey what? Why don't you tell these fine folks where they can email us or get a hold of us? Why'd you interrupt me like that? Because I wanted to. Okay. I just want to say, hey, Jake, one more time. Okay. Hey, Jake. Hey, what? Love you. I love you. <laughs> Mwah. You're getting tired. Um, so, yeah, you can uh, contact us. You can hit us up on our email at uh, realwhatwerewetalkingabout at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at tweetymctweet11 or jdslevin13. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash about and Tumblr at tumblr.com slash about. Uh, so until next time, guys, I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about? <laughs>